0: You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix.
1: The Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix, bringing you a little closer to football throughout Cornwall. It's the 28th of April, 2023. Welcome to another Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix. And should I be singing happy birthday, Rappo?
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks, Deeks. You, you don't want to think about them, Deeks, do you, when you, when you reach 56, mate, do you? 56?
1: To... <laughs> my goodness, mate. I don't know, mate. I, never,
0: I never thought I'd get to this stage, mate.
1: <laughs> That's even too old for veterans football, really, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. It's too old for anything, Dicks, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Not, nine holes nine of golf's enough, Dicks, for my knees, mate. Oh, come on. You go out in a in a buggy anyway, don't you? So. Yeah, well, yeah. When I play eighteen, dude, yeah, I got no
1: chance of eighteen, mate. you walk walking.
2: Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Not like not fit like you, mate. Not fit like you. Well, <laughs> hmm. Your Cornish, Cornish, Cornish,
1: Cornish, Cornish. Right. Anyway, um, it's uh, a, a busy time, isn't it? Um, we've got a few things. We're almost into May. We've still got a few things left to sort out, though, in our Cornish football, haven't we?
0: Yeah, Digs. yeah. It's all go, mate, isn't it? You don't know where to look, mate, do you, at the minute? All these games, thick and fast. And 198 today, Digs for us, mate, as well. Mm. 198. Right. Yeah, getting there.
1: getting there, mate. <laughs> getting there. Right. <laughs> and uh, uh, whilst we're also talking about getting there, obviously we're, we're getting closer to our end-of-season awards and... uh Time is almost out for everyone to get their nominations in. So uh, the end of the month, um, that is when you've run out of time for nominations. And then we get to the serious business of voting in each category, um, five or six different people in each category. So uh, keep looking out, everyone for that. Um, Links will be on Twitter and all the obvious places. All right. You can subscribe to the Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix podcast. Search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. There we are, Rapper. We we can't on unfortunately vote for the our most favourite fifty six year old. That's not in one of the categories.
0: <laughs> don't think I'll get many votes these days, Dickes, so I don't think. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right. Anyway, um, I mentioned there's still lots going on. Saturday coming up, well, we've got Saltash are in a playoff to try and reach the Southern League for the very first time in their history. Sunday is a big day, of course, with the Cornwall Junior Cup and Evely Cup finals. Monday, Truro City are also involved in playoff action. And meanwhile, the leagues that aren't already decided move closer to a climax. It's all very exciting, isn't it, Rappo?
0: Yeah, it is, Dick, isn't it?
1: Loads, uh, loads to cover, isn't there, mate? Loads to cover. Yeah, that's right. So we need to crack on this week. Um yeah. yeah. Let's start with what happened, well, the most recent excitement. That was Wednesday evening. True City had to go to penalties to secure their place in the Southern League Premier South playoff. Well, Cam Weldon, it's Thursday morning, the morning after the night before, when everyone got a bit excited come the end, I think.
3: Yeah, we we did, Dave. It was a um a massive a, a massive achievement really, a big night for us. Um and we um we we won on penalties, which was uh, after a pulsating hundred and twenty minutes, um, where you couldn't pick anything between the two teams really. Um both teams giving it everything and uh and with the lottery penalties thankfully we we got the job done and um when you've got someone like James Heyman in goal and when you've got the, the firepower we have from the spot um you always buy yourself to do well in those and we were flawless with our penalties we scored all four of ours and again as I mentioned Hammy was superb and saved two penalties and we won 4-1 on penalties after a one-all draw so um we're only we're halfway there, Dave. Um, we're not getting too carried away with ourselves. It's um, it is only a semi-final, but it's one of those we're, we're absolutely buzzing with it. And we, as I mentioned, we are just one win away from the national league South, which sounds perfect. But Bracknell stand in our way, and there's probably no tougher team to, to stand in your way than them. So um, all eyes on Monday now for us.
1: Yeah, it's it's only right, isn't it? Really, that in the playoff <laughs> final it should be the. The top two that compete in it, but um, everyone's got to remember, haven't they? That actually, you are only halfway there. There is another game to go, and I—I uh, I, I assume last night this the celebrations lasted for about five minutes, and then it's back to business, back to work,
3: isn't it? Well, yeah, exactly, and you're, you're right. It—it it doesn't always work like that. When you say that, um, uh, like the two teams. Third and second and third should, should go for first. Football's a lottery, and you never know what could happen in the playoffs. How, how many times have you seen it when the team who finishes fifth go on and win it? And realistically, Paul could easily have won that penalty shootout last night, Dave. And um, but thankfully for, for us, we it was us who won it. And um, the, the celebrated was always nice to, to win on pens, and the crowd got a bit enjoyed it as well. But um, as you say, we enjoyed it for five ten minutes, and but fully focused on the, on the next game ahead. I know, um the lads aren't celebrating too much because, as we know, it's we're only halfway there. But you've got to enjoy those moments, Dave. They don't come around. you Like you, you, you don't really get to play penalty shootouts all too often. Uh-huh. Um, so when it, as when as they well. do come around, you got to enjoy. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah, just as well, exactly. But um, you have you have to enjoy them when they're there. But um, the lads, no doubt, they're fully focused, and I think they know it's they're only halfway they're only halfway done, really, Dave. So. Um, they have still want to play for on Monday, and I'm sure if we get the job done Monday, they can they can celebrate properly. But um yeah, it's it was a, it was one of those where in the heat of the moment we enjoyed it, but fully we're fully focused for Monday.
1: Now the game itself, as you said, finished one all. That was after extra time. uh Paul took the lead, didn't they?
3: Yeah, it was a, it was a weird kind of game, Dave. Actually, because I thought Truro probably dominated the game really, and uh, like first half there wasn't all too many opportunities in the game. Um, city dominated possession and probably be disappointed not to have gone in ahead really, Dave. They we had a couple of shots from that went wide and I think the closest we came, Ben Adelsbury uh, had a back heel uh, had a back heel attempt from a couple of yards out after uh El Nai had a shot uh, blocked and it fell to Benno in the box and as I mentioned he tried like a back heel that the um went the wrong side of the post. But that was probably the closest we really came in the first half. A sort of restricted pull to next to nothing. Um Ben Adelsbury made one block at the other end as well, so um, to stop Toby uh, Tony Lee, who is always a threat. But as you mentioned, yeah, they took the lead early in the second half. Um, again, it was we started the second half quite well. We were really on the front foot, but they they really well, and the goal was brilliant. In fairness to Paul, is a um, cross in uh across into the box and Tony Lee's at the back post to to nod home and for someone who's got I think it's twenty-five goals this season, he's always a threat. I mentioned it um beforehand. I mentioned it to I think we mentioned even last week, Dave Tony Lee and Toby Holmes up top for them. Um are always a threat. So you give them half a half a chance, they'll take it. So um that Paul got the lead. But again I was quite confident really, Dave that we'd we'd get back in the game. It was um it's always difficult to 1-0. The pool fans were loving it, getting behind that, like obviously celebrating scoring and stuff. But we just had to keep our heads, really, and just keep playing the way we were playing. And um, thankfully, I think it was in within, probably within about 10 minutes, I think it was 10, 15 minutes afterwards, um, we'd got the uh, the equaliser. Again, it was that one chance where Ty had a couple of chances in the in the first half that he uh, would be just really, just probably look back and be disappointed he didn't score from. But um He's the kind of play you, you let you give him one chance, don't take it. You give him another chance, he won't take it. But you can't you can't give him a third. And that was <laughs> Paul. Paul learned that lesson really, Dave. He's So ruthless in the box, and um, Rocky was applauded. It's because he held the ball up brilliantly. I think it's Sullivan who um, overlaps him, takes the ball off them, crosses it. Uh, it's cleared off, cleared away, and then it's fallen to tie. Uh, just inside the box, and he's slotted it home like any good striker would, um, past the keeper for, for one all. And I think that put us in the driving seat. If we weren't already, really, David, although we were behind, I thought, as I said, we were pretty dominant in the game. And uh, um, we had chances, really, to, to put the game to bed after that. I think Finley Crass got a ball into the box that um, we appeared to clip the hand of the defender, but referee wasn't having anything of it. Um, tired a shot at the at the near post that went wide, and I think the best chance in that in the in the ninety. Rocky Neal um, turned his man, shot from I think it was the right the, from the right hand side, and um, his, his shot was uh, pushed away by the goalkeeper. Really, um, and uh, yeah, it was one of the like when he pushed it away, and it was actually one of those. It was a bit uh, confusing at the time because everyone everyone in the ground were like, "Oh, fair play!" The keeper's pulled off a worldy save but um it's <laughs> the uh, the goalkeeper's just uh, the referee's deemed it to uh the keeper's not touched it and we're like what's this about and the the goalkeeper was it was almost like he he, d- he didn't want to celebrate he didn't want to celebrate because he was like okay I, I don't want to concede the corner but then he's like I've ma- I've just made a brilliant save but uh, thankfully the, the, the I think the lion o out the ref gave a corner but um 1-0 one, all, one all in 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 normal time, ninety minutes went into extra time, and that was realistically probably, a, I'd say, a game of two us so or the fifteen minutes, two e- half each for t- each team. Um, City in the first half probably saw the better of it. Um, Finley Cross got kind of a shot over the bar. Um, Tony Lee added an opportunity at the other end for for poor, and it's a, a weird one, David. I'm sure, sure I won't. We'll look back on that and. I'd, through the analysts and they won't be particularly happy with the defending for it but he's found at the back post completely unmarked um he's taken it down but his shot was so tame for sort of straight at Hammy. It's, it's the one where you bank him really to probably score in that situation but um thankfully for us he didn't uh tie then tie then hit the post it had cut him down the other end cut inside had a shot that um looked like it was going wide actually it was sort of a, just hit the post and then stopped there and got cleared away but and Sully then made the keeper make a great save. But that was it for the first half extra time. Truro probably, again, probably a little bit disappointed we didn't score. Um, and I think Harvey Greenslade, probably the best chance of the game, really, was cross into the box. And he, um, I think it fell to him at the back post and he just sliced it over the bar. I'd be really disappointed with that one, the youngster. But um, second half extra time, Paul uh had two good chances one uh a shot from the left that went across hammy's goal very very nearly could easily have trickled into the far bottom corner but thankfully for us went the other way and they had a header as well but it was one where you just sort of got the sense with the last five ten minutes of the of extra time you were like this one's got penalties written all over it in terms of both teams were almost just saying don't concede we'll just go to pens and see what happens and that was what happened and uh, with penalties it's so, it's a lottery, isn't it, Dave? But um, <laughs> we, we 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 were we were we were spotless. With our penalties really tied. Ty, Ty put us one a lot from the spot. Paul equalised, and then um, Dino Will Dean stepped up, sent the keeper the wrong way to two one, and then Hammy made two well made a brilliant save to to give us that bit of, that boost, real bit of uh, momentum. Um, young Harvey Greenslade steps up, makes it three one, and then Ham, Hammy again a brilliant save a so 3-1 after three penalties each which you looking at I think Sully just has to score the penalty and um, ice in the veins, shall we say Dave like no like it's one of those that's a pressure penalty and Dan's just slotted it into the top corner with ease and uh, we, we went through to the final so yeah, they were it's, good. Um, they
1: were good penalties, weren't they? I've just seen them um, just now, and and their goalie didn't really have a chance to save any of them.
3: No, exactly. And I think that's we. I think we back ourselves on with penalties, really. And as I mentioned before, we've we've got the penalties were the four we scored were as you meant, no one got the keeper didn't go anywhere near him, and, um, and the ones we saved, Hammy's pulled off two really good saves. So, um, and that, that's what happens when you've got a good good strike force and a, a good goalkeeper um which put us in a real real positive mood dave and as we're, we're, we're halfway there we celebrated last night but i'm sure paul will, paul will be fully focused he knows we're not nothing's nothing's been achieved yet and um it all eyes will be on on monday's game against bracknell who again they had a tough game uh, last night as well they uh, they won one nil against chesham but they got sent to extra time as well so um both teams are going to be pr- pretty knackered and um I know the pitch at um, Bottom Meadow is, isn't perhaps the wasn't the greatest state. I know they've had an awful amount of games on that because similar to Antrura, um, they were also ground sharing. Um, Sandhurst Town, I think, they were playing. I think they had to play eight oh, games blimey. in they ten had, days. Yeah, or Yeah,
1: they had a load of games to get in. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And obviously, they ground share with Bracknell on that pitch, so <laughs> um, it's it's going to be a difficult difficult ask. But hopefully, the grounds team there can, can get on the pitch and we can uh, get the game on Monday and. See what happens, Dave. It's the final. Anything can happen, but um, I'm confident, and hopefully, we can get the job done and get back to where we want to be, which is the National League South, and that's been the aim for the since we got relegated four years ago. It's been the aim to to get back.
1: Just to repeat, that final is on Monday, bank holiday Monday, three o'clock kickoff presumably.
3: Yeah, bank holiday Monday, May the first, um, and it will be a three o'clock kickoff at Bracknell's uh, ground, Bottom Meadow, or well, the SB Stadium, I think it's otherwise known as. So um yeah all roads lead to Berkshire Dave
1: (laughs) right okay
3: long old trip
1: yeah long old trip but it'll be worth it um if if it all goes well now obviously a lot of people will be looking at the fact that you've played Bracknell twice and you've beaten them twice but we can't take anything into that at all can we this is a a one-off isn't it
3: yeah it's you can't look into previous records um in I so it's a, it's a final. Anything can happen. Um, it all depends who performed best on the day. But um, yeah, the, the two games we played against Bracknell, uh, the three 0 win away, and it was they were pretty close by as well. I think um, with games postponed for whatever reason, they were pretty. We've played them quite a lot in mm-hmm. the last few months. Um, they've all been squeezed into this end of period, uh, end of season period, and three um, nil game in in Berkshire was. A, a fantastic performance from us, no doubt, but it could easily have been like the other way. Yeah. And Hammy's pulled off some brilliant saves that day and, um, take nothing away from Bratton they played some really good football and it was difficult conditions. The pitch wasn't ideal, as I mentioned, and it was very muddy and wet and fair play to the ground. See so if we getting the game on with the conditions, but, um, that that was a game that could easily have gone either way, but we, we won three 0 and probably looking back at it, three 0 probably flattered us a little bit. Certainly wasn't a three 0 game, but um you take it when it happens. And then we we met as we mentioned it was last week's show, wasn't it? We we played Bracknall um a week last Monday and um that was at Belifo which was having come off both teams having come off played a lot of games in a short space of time. We um that again could easily have gone either way. I think Bratton probably had the better chances for looking back at it, um, but we we got the goal Ryan Brett late on, uh, won us the game, and Hammy again with some fantastic saves in the second half to, to to win us the game. So, but previous records mean nothing, Dave. We we can take confidence from them, obviously, but at the end of the day, it's not it's going to be ninety minutes, one hundred and twenty minutes, penalties, whatever, um, to decide it and you just it depends who turns up best on the day um like last night for example I thought we were we were the better team on the day Paul never really got going I don't think um credit to them they, they they stayed in the game and stuff but uh I've seen a few of their fans a few of their players even say they just weren't they weren't at their best last night and um so it, anything can happen Dave but um Hopefully that the lads can have a few days rest because they've been playing relentless schedule really um, since the season finished. So hopefully they can have a few days rest and then fully prepare for that that massive game on Monday. Mm.
1: And how did uh, manager Paul Wharton sort of sum it up afterwards?
3: Yeah, I think um, he was he was quite happy. Uh, he's, he as understandably his team's uh, a <laughs> I should think season, he would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, as his team won on penalties, and he, I think he even said that he said to his players in the shootout, "like Hammy will save two and that's ultimately what happened. So, um, we we got the job done, but he know he knows it's we're only halfway halfway through it, Dave. Um, it's no point celebrating, getting you know, getting all, all over excited. It was a semi final. Well done, we've done that, but we move on to the final, and you can celebrate properly once you win the final. But um, I did say to him, "You're ninety minutes away, or hundred twenty minutes away from." Uh, the National League South. How does that sound? And he just looked at me and was like, well, you've got to get past Bracknell, and uh that's that's no e- that's no no easy task, shall we say they're a the fantastic team and they're they're in the playoff final themselves for a reason and and as you mentioned earlier, Dave, the fact is second against third, we've been battling with them uh along with Cheshire and Paul and, and Western for the for the title and stuff all season. So um it's gonna be a going to be a a, a massive game and I think uh, it's going to be a, a nail-biter Should we say that
1: <laughs> right well um, we'll leave it there for the moment it's certainly going to be a, a tense affair I think Cam Monday uh, 3 o'clock kick-off as you said so that's good news yep. for the first team also had good news for the under-18s they they won a final this week as well didn't they
3: yeah they did Dave it was um, uh, a, a great performance really um, don't think any of us really expected it but we we um, we beat Park uh, Plymouth Park by four uh, one to win the DGM League Cup on Tuesday night, and I know it was a very it was a the, the age difference was probably the reason we weren't as confident as we normally were. But um, it was quite a young squad, a lot of sixteen year olds in that in that Truro team. Um, but credit to them, Dave. They they went out for a minute one, and I don't think there were any complaints from anyone with the, the final outcome. City was superb, and it uh, could easily have been a lot more. I think. Uh, first half they had uh, three or four decent opportunities Ben Shaw I was really impressed with um, up top and George Newton was superb as well, he had a penalty saved um, in the first half, to make that would have made it 2-0 but um, we they, we got the job done, 1-0 up at half time Parkway equalised in the second half but we were just brilliant we were brilliant in the second half and um, kept going and I think the pick of the bunch was an absolutely stunning goal from a From Noah Teagle, with (laughs) well worth a watch on the reserves' Twitter, is he's um, I thought he was absolutely exceptional on the night as well. And he's hit it from outside the box with a volley past the keeper, so um, and ultimately, I think George Newton added a scored a penalty um, later on as well. So we were we were pretty convincing winners in the end. Um, credit to Park where they kept going, but um, at the end of the day, I thought city were victorious for a reason and um john, the young team i'm sure john will be delighted and his young side were uh, were deserved winners so a big achievement for them and they've retained the the DGM league cup which uh, they they won last year as well so um nice to nice to end the season with some silverware
1: yeah it's all ending up very well isn't it the the under 18s winner trophy the reserves have obviously won their St League West we're just waiting on monday cam
3: yeah, first team have to deliver, Dave, don't they? Um, yeah, it's a big ask, but fingers crossed and touch wood that the lads can get finish this. What has been a brilliant season, Dave? As I mentioned, to get eighty nine points um, from forty two, essentially forty two away games, is is brilliant. And um, the lads have been superb all season. The, and the fight has been there all year. Um, and the fight was evident last night. They they were well up for it, and um, they've just got one final game and once they've done that they can hopefully uh, celebrate and we can get the job done. But it's gonna be a tough game.
1: Right. And you can tell us all about it next week, Cam. Thanks very much. Bro Cheers Dave
0: Tense old evening mate. Well no, I spoke to Ryan actually mate, drawers sure physio at four o'clock, mate. He he was a bit nervous about it, Dick, so but uh, but probably not as nervous as he was. About five hours later, I think, so I wouldn't have thought, mate. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit of a lottery, like Cam said, mate. Isn't it? the old penalty shootout. But well done, the City, mate. You know, fancy him from the spot, Deeks, Like you say, a lot of good, lot of good technicians, mate. And they City have got, mate. And obviously a fantastic keeper, Deeks. So you know, if it goes to pens, you would fancy drawer, would wouldn't you, mate? In any. Shoot. I hope you don't go to that on Monday, mate. But yeah. but massive game, isn't it? You know, massive game. Just wish it was at Belifo, mate. Don't, don't you, mate, really?
1: Well, it would have been better, wouldn't it? Um, what What was the yeah. crowd, I think, 330-something they had um, at Belifo yeah, this better, week? It? it sounded quite noisy on the highlights. Um, but <laughs> I don't yeah. know whether that was more pool supporters. But... Um, but yeah, it sounded quite uh, noisy. I think there was about seven hundred odd at the uh, the other playoff game. That was Bracknell yeah. against uh, Chesham, and that was tight. Went to extra time that one as well. So uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think
0: well, luckily it really deeks, when not it? At least nobody goes into sort of Monday with a bit of a advantage of being fresh or anything deeks, do they?
1: No, that's both true. Games yeah. Went yeah, both
0: games are sort of you know went to sort of 120 minutes, Diggs, didn't it? And they will both be sort of a bit leggy, mate, I would have thought,
1: wouldn't they? Yeah, I don't know what yeah. the weather forecast um, is like for up there in Berkshire um, over the weekend, but I didn't realise till Cam said that, obviously, Bracknell share their ground with uh, Sandhurst yeah. and they had a c- colossal fixture running at the end of the yeah. season. So let's hope the weather is yeah. kind and the pitch doesn't, well, cut up too much uh, before the match starts even. But it's going to be tight though, isn't it? bound to be tight and it's going to be tight
0: yeah Yeah, well yeah it's the odd odd goal isn't it mate I I can't see anyone running away with it mate can you it's like the old season really digs isn't it you know Ratnall finished on 90 points City on 89 and It's going to be just as tight, and it takes on Monday, mate. I'm sure we'll all be glued to Twitter, mate, wouldn't we, on Mm
2: -hmm. Monday
0: afternoon. It's not fast, mate, you know, at Bracknell, but more than capable, mate. I would have thought, City, mate, of winning that, you know, big old carrot of the National League, uh, a return to the National League, Dixon. You know, good to see. You know, complete a fantastic season for City, mate, wasn't it? Really, with what were the St Piran lads doing so well? And great to hear City under 18 to speak Parkway in the final the other night, mate. Young Noah Teagle scoring mm. a worldy dig. So I was glad to hear that, mate. I've I've watched him a lot this season. Mate, playing for Nuki. Great little player, Diggs. So, yeah, could, could complete a fantastic season for for the club, Diggs, could not it? If City can do the big one on Monday, mate.
1: Yeah. So we wish um, Truro City all the best uh, for that game on Monday up there at Bracknell. Um, winner takes all, I suppose you could say, can you?
0: Yeah. It is, isn't it, Diggs? It's such. A, it is one of them, isn't it, Diggs? But it's probably worse than the Cup Final, even, mate, isn't it? Because you know, like you, you got that. You know, there is something about the national league, mate, and it obviously, you know, sort of playing that sort of step, well, step two football, digs isn't it? It's top notch football, mate, isn't it? And you know, and where City, well, I say, deserve to be, mate, but hopefully with the new ground and all, you know, hopefully all that happens, it is exciting times for the club if it if it happens, dig, isn't it? You know, it's, it's just, you know, for like what's he yet seeing, all mate, like, yeah, another season in the Southern League, you know, it's just. It's it, it just hard to get your head around that, Dix, isn't it? When you've been so close to going, going up. So I just hope it happens, Dix. hope it happens for everyone.
1: 2018, 19 was when they were last in the uh, National League South. So uh...
0: was it Dix? Yeah, not yeah, I suppose it is, Dix, isn't it? Four year, four years, mate.
1: Yeah.
0: We well, watched a few of those games, Dix, didn't we? Your commentary and. <laughs> You know, so I enjoyed that. Enjoyed it. some good game mistakes wasn't it, City in the good old days, right? Wasn't it at Triu Road there on top on top of that windy old stand there, mate, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: And when you <laughs> when you consider though that the first season, they were uh they finished fourth w in their first season in National South. Uh, yeah. so they weren't that far away from uh, no. well the real big time, were they?
0: No, no, exactly. Yeah, just like you say, mate, if it it's just, you know, could have gone up from there, mate. You're just one promotion away from the Football League, Dix, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Really, it's, yeah, it's mind boggling, really, mate. Well, I'd love to see it one day, Dix, before. uh, you know, before I'm late to rest, wouldn't you? I'd love to see, <laughs> love to see a Cornish team in the football league, wouldn't you, mate? Yeah. Could be Mousel, couldn't it? Could even be Mousel.
1: Well, yes, it, it could be. And um, well, they had, uh, they had an exciting Saturday last week as well, didn't they?
0: Yeah, brilliant, mate. Fantastic, fantastic, mate. Yeah.
1: yeah. So what, 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 what do we make of it? Little old Mousel in the Southern League, eh?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it is a bit weird that obviously for like me and you, mate. You know, you know, sort of the older player, if you like, Dicks and Cornwall, We, 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 you know, we know what it was like to go to Trungle Park forty years ago, mate, don't we? And, <laughs> yeah. and it, it wasn't the most um, inviting of places to go, Dicks, was it? Really, but um, but you know, today, like, look at it today, Dicks, and what the club's done and what they've achieved. I mean. Yeah, it's just you know fantastic to see, isn't it, mate? Really fantastic yeah. to
1: see. Yeah, and a, and a good that's a good opportunity for us to hear from one of the uh, one of the backroom boys, uh, as such, down there at uh, Trungle. It's Ben Gibson. He's the match day medic, and is also director of the club, and he also hails from Mozo itself. So Mausel Western League champions, has it sunk in yet, Ben?
4: Uh yes. Yeah. Yes and no. It's it's still uh still very surreal. Um absolutely amazing feeling on Saturday. Um unbelievable. Uh well deserved for so many people, obviously with a team as well. Um but what an amazing day. What an amazing day. Yeah, never experienced anything like that before.
1: Just a shame about the rain, wasn't it? <laughs> before the game. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah, we yeah, we spoke to Billy on the way in in the morning, um, and uh, he said, "Yeah, hold up, it'll take some rain, but it, it certainly came down um, and did make conditions uh, that bit harder in the end." But uh, I don't think the boys were going to let anything get in their way on Saturday. They were so focused um, that they knew what they had to do, um, as did the staff, etc. But yeah, that was a shame. If it had been a bit bit nicer weather. We may have had a few more people, but 650 people at Trongel? Yeah, Trongle? don't be greedy, Ooh, uh, come on. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, we, 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 if we could just keep that every week. That would be superb going forward. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a great crowd, great atmosphere, even you know, taking the weather into consideration.
1: Yeah, I must admit, I I was there in the uh, cricket club car park, and I s- sat in the car for about twenty minutes because I thought I'm not getting out in this rain. And it was surprising how quick that car park filled up. Um, and coming leaving the leaving the ground and the surrounding area, there's cars all over the place.
4: Yeah, it does. Uh, it does uh, get filled up very very quickly. Uh, we uh, try and manage it as best we can with the. Uh, the stewards and the volunteers that we have there um but you know you can't be there you, you can't have stewards in the club that are, are missing the game um to be parking cars so we we get the odd bit of uh, congestion but uh, at the end everybody leaves leaves safely which is the main thing and everybody gets to see the game which is uh, was well, certainly the main thing on saturday
1: yeah now tell us a little bit about yourself um when it comes to Marysville AFC, how long has your association with the club, uh, how how far does that go
4: back? Uh, I grew up in the village. So I, I like to say I've been in and around, more so around the club um, for 40 years. Um, it was on our doorstep, on our doorstep, sorry. So it was our playground area. Um, we I played football there as a junior um, with the rest of the lads from the village. Um so to, to see this involvement and to have this involvement now is superb. I'm involved as a as a match day medic with the first team, um, with great support from um Gareth O'Neill, who's fortunately unfortunately overseas now, but uh Cornish Pirates, uh head physio Simon Edwards. So I have great support from them and then I carry out the match day medical stuff, uh straps, massages, etc Um so yeah, being in and out of the club, left the club, well circumstances changed and moved from the village. Uh, and then was, luckily enough, brought back in the club by Tim Richardson at the time, who was the chairman, um, probably 2015-16, f- start of Kev Richards, Calum type time era, um, and got into the changing rooms as, as the match day medic, which, you know, is a completely different level, completely different atmosphere. You know, in those changing rooms, you see the boys, you get to know the boys at a different level. Um, uh, you know, and they do become part of your family. Um, they really do. So, yeah, So, and, and now involved in the community, um, again, with, as everybody that you ever interview in any club will say, some amazing, amazing volunteers. Mm. Um, but always space for additional volunteers, as we like to say.
1: Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. So 40 years, so that would take the club back to when you, after a match, uh, after a game at Maisel, you used to have to go down into the village,
4: didn't you, for a drink? Walk down to Duck Street. Um, and the clubhouse was down there, yeah. So it was uh, literally the stand of the two old dugouts, the changing rooms in, in the back of the stand. I can use the term stand loosely, um, and then the tea hut was literally a little shutter on the side of the on the side of the uh, clubhouse. <laughs> so to, to see it now is is unbelievable. You know, uh, yeah. I think some of the some of the people that have been like, no longer with us, unfortunately, would uh, would be absolutely amazed at at what's happened at this club and, you know, hopefully what will happen moving forward. Yeah, the progress
1: um, has been so, or must be so rewarding to to all of you guys involved. Uh, Five or six years ago, when it really sort of picked up, you know, I I know there was all this talk about um, bringing in, you know, players from, well, all over the place as sort of youngsters and, and progressing them. Did you really think... You know how far forward did you think that you were going to be so successful? At, you know what you started out. It's changed, hasn't it, over the last couple of years with COVID and all that. But the progress you've made has been unbelievable, hasn't
4: it? It's been rapid since COVID. I mean, at the start of this journey, um, like you say, four, five, six years ago, um, there was a decision that by the club that we would take it as far as we as far as we could, and that literally was the decision. And I don't think. Anybody, if they were to be totally truthful, knew how far that was going to be. Um, as you've seen, the, the infrastructure changed rapidly as we've progressed through, um, you know, and then the latter few years with Jake, Fletch, you know, uh, um, Andy, uh, the rest of the team, Tonks, Jack and everything. It, it's, it's gone mad. It's mm-hmm. gone crazy, you know, and it, and it really is. And I sometimes drive up there thinking, you know, how, how have we suddenly got here? because it does feel now like we've we've just suddenly appeared even though there's been hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours by an amazing bunch of people put into this over over a lot of time of years you know it's not it's, it's come from years and years of hard work of people but as you say this latter five or six years has just been an immense journey an immense journey so the team was close to promotion
1: last season what's been the difference this season to achieve it
4: um i don't i mean i don't get massively involved in that side of it but i think the lads have just gelled so well this year this season uh they're such a great bunch of lads you know jake's jake has always been steady and he's steady with the coaching. fletch you know all those boys there have always been consistent um with with what they tell the lads and it's and i suppose it's just the lads finding their ways maybe but the gel and the camaraderie in the changing rooms now is at another level from even from last season and the season before um it's just a very very close bond you know i'm on the obviously of the whatsapp groups with everybody and it it's constant it's constant and um, you know it's constant football talk it's constant banter it's like one massive group of best mates <laughs> um and that sounds cliche but um and every club will tell you that but you know, there really is that bond at the minute, which, you know, I struggle to find or have ever seen anywhere else before. To be honest, and for
1: you, what what have been the sort of special moments that have stood out for you this season?
4: Uh, I mean, I just, I just so privileged to be. It's you know, it's great to be a committee member and get involved with that, but to be in the changing rooms and to be part of that team is is unbelievable, you know, and um, I think Saturday to me, to look around the ground and see the faces of some of these people that have been in this club 10, 20, 30 years plus was amazing for me. You know, the the actual, uh, I, was, I wouldn't say maybe relief, but just just completely ecstatic at the result. So to see the people that have put so much work in for so many years have that result and to see the players going congratulate them and then congratulate the players was was yeah it was a, it was a huge high point mm.
1: so what now um, has the preparation for next season already begun or what
4: uh, I was on the phone to Jake today oddly enough um, and he's already arranging it, it doesn't stop I think for now for us as the committee uh, the season may finish but you know we now start again and we have to knock it up another level um, so we have to start planning obviously ground grading etc um, so yeah, it, it's 52 weeks of the year, as you know. Um, Jake never stops. Jake never stops at all. Uh, he's relentless. Um, the flesh, they, they, none of them stop. To be fair, none of the committee stop. So it's it's next move, next step forward. Um, again, do what we do. We're going to have to up our game as a committee and uh, and get going again um, and continue to go because we don't know where we're going to finish it.
1: No, that's true. Uh, And you mentioned Jake Ash. And, uh, you know, listening to Jake afterwards uh, with the media that's gone out and for him to say that probably Saturday was, you know, more special than anything else he's done in football, when you imagine that he's been to Wembley, he's won the FA Vans at Wembley, he's won promotions at Truro City. And for him to say that, that, well, that that just, I, I was
4: taken aback. That was uh, an outrageous statement, unbelievable statement. Um, and, you know, and again, cliche, that's that's down to the committee, to the club, to the staff, to the players, that you can make somebody that has had those achievements prior to coming to Mousel to make them make a statement like that. That is kudos. Mm. Um, and, you know, it was, that was a big statement to make a big statement to make um and i think you know those sorts of statements boost the committee boost the volunteers boost the players to hear somebody like Jake say a statement like that which is you know is superb yeah
1: and i'm hoping you're going to say that you had a
4: very good saturday evening uh all of us home very very early um <laughs> sunday morning i think i think early <laughs> sunday morning with some of them um, yes um Yes, I think I think well, I went to the clubhouse on Sunday morning to do a bit of cleaning up um and if I just say to you that there was four bottles of J2O left in all the fridges that will give you an indication of the uh of the Saturday night celebrations.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say there were still some players there, but...
4: <laughs> no, 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 definitely not, definitely not.
1: Right, well, it, it's great that it's, it's well, it, it's a great story. I mean, obviously it hasn't finished yet, has it, at, at Trungle Park there. So, you know, best of luck for the seasons to come. Is there much work involved with the ground grading? Have you got to do a lot for it to be suddenly yeah.
4: standard? Yeah yeah again once again the um we've got a we've got a, a project management team that are working with with the grand grading guys uh so there's measurements being taken we're looking at reseating stands etc so you know uh, infrastructure again another level um so we're already working on that that was put into plan um you know a little while back preempting anything um rather be ahead of the game than suddenly have to start so yeah there's already a project team on that going um had their first meetings yesterday on site um so yep take those take those take those plans um and uh and get the ball rolling Uh yeah, we, right. we've got very little time so yeah it's uh it's all all systems go right
1: and uh, can i finish by just asking what's happening about the the new entrance to the trungle park ground
4: uh that's well the the land has been secured um and again it's it's a it's a huge financial implication um so we have to we have to look at that realistically from a financial perspective um and and grade that and judge that as as to as and when well it won't it won't be as and but it will be when we can actually do it um it, it's going to be a it's going to be a huge piece of work it, it's not as you can understand not a, a mm-hmm. two-minute job um so there's yeah there's like i said from from the committee side there's a, a lot of a lot of decisions to be made um you know a, a lot of grading of what we can do and and how soon we can do it. obviously our main objective currently is to get the pitch to to that step floor for level um Otherwise, there'll be no new training roads because there'll be no games going on at all. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> so uh, so I, think, I think our objective is to get the grand grading and then after that, um, we go again.
1: Right. Well, well done um, for what has been achieved down there so far. And uh, obviously, I think everyone everyone in the county is obviously very interested to see how it progresses. And there's a lot of people outside of the county that are intrigued as to what is happening at Marzal. And, uh, so... Just congratulations and well done.
4: Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, it was a great. Well, you was there, were not you? I mean, it was a great six hundred and fifty crowd, mate, wasn't it? At Trungle, you know, it's just on oh, not a very nice day, Dix, really, was it? <laughs>
5: oh, no, it was. Ter-
0: oh, no. It was
1: terrible. It was. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't absolutely terrible. It was terrible. But yeah. the rain. I, you know, I had visions of actually the game being well not starting you know because uh, yeah. it was absolutely chucking it down i was sitting in the car thinking when's it going to stop it wasn't i mean the forecast suggested showers but that was more than a shower and uh yeah. well there were a couple of games co- uh, abandoned weren't there um elsewhere yeah. in the county so uh, can you imagine yeah. that 650 people down at trungle and the game gets abandoned
2: Blind <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, that would have been a bit of uh, yeah, a bit of drama, wouldn't it? That would have been a bit of drama. Yeah. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So No, yeah, I did I, did. I was trying to follow it all last It's um it wasn't very nice at like Bobman, to be fair, Dick. So I was, I was in the stand first half, but I, I don't really like it. Yeah, it's a great stand at Bobman, isn't it? But I don't really, you know, so I went on the the far side for the second half, mate. Oh, sort funny. Of like, just me and the linesman. <laughs> me and the linesman. <laughs> and, uh, I didn't give him any grief, by the way, either, mate. I didn't give him any grief. But, um, but, Yeah, and it was miserable, digs, you know. Ray, and I was trying to like get my phone out and follow the you know, how on and Salt Ash were getting on and all that. And it was wow, it was pretty much over anyway, digs, on it really. So, but um, but the fa- yeah, I just got my phone out for like five seconds, digs, and it was saturated. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, well, the old hands were freezing, digs. Yeah, it oh, wasn't nice,
1: mate, was it? No, it wasn't nice, but it was exciting for 10 minutes or so because Salt Ash. Uh, you know they raced into a 2 0 lead, yeah. didn't they? And I thought, yeah. oh, could this be the day where you know May as well slip up and Sodash win? And you know, because yeah. everyone I think really was expecting May as well to win, weren't they? So, um, yeah, you know, I and I thought, oh, Sodash. I not being nasty towards either side, but I would have actually liked to have seen Wellington take the lead. You know, knowing that yeah, Sodash were thought, leading, yeah. yeah, just for the yeah, excitement. So- you know
0: it's yeah I know what you mean from a drama point because yeah uh, I mean I suppose Ash's team took at half time mate it would have been easy digs wouldn't it because you're 2-0 up you're going in you know Salt Ash what were they 3-0 up Dicks, were they so you know it, you just got to say to the lads look Salt Ash are going to win so we we know what we've got to do we've got to win don't we mm-hmm. so it's simple as that digs isn't it really and 2-0 up, mate. He's just got to carry on the way they were playing, I presume, mate, not they? And yeah. Fantastic goal, mate, wasn't it, from from Maca Diggs, wasn't
1: it? What yeah. a goal. Nice one, wasn't it? Yeah. So, top corner. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. But, but the, it was yeah. the
1: third goal that was celebrated the most. I I I'm assuming that was just the 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 weight was lifted off all the shot off yeah. all the players' shoulders as such. You know, even Oli Chinnath running yeah. the whole length of the pitch to get in in the celebrations. You know, you don't really, yeah, s- a- you never see him outside his penalty area normally, do you?
0: No, no, that's right. Mate. No, no, it's uh, yeah. It was good to see that Dixon. It is yeah. because yeah, two 0 is a funny old lead, really, Dixon. Yeah, it yeah, it is a weird, is a, a weird one, isn't it? Sometimes, but. But um yeah, but three 0 with ten minutes to go, Dick. You know you got your hands on the trophy, mm-hmm. don't you? But but so, yeah, great to see that crowd. I hope they get some brilliant crowds next season, mate, in the Southern League. And and I think like Ben said, mate, you know, you, you know, obviously we've all watched the sort of like, was it way out west and all, Diggs, and the, mm-hmm. and the the great stuff that was it, Carlos, is it, mate? You know, does um for the um you oh, know, every, every week. I don't know. What's his name, mate? The Brazilian lad, mate? Corle, um, Paulo, isn't it? Los Blancos. What's it, mate? Paulo, isn't it? Paul, oh, could be, mate. Paulo <laughs> Los Blancos. He's Corle, Spanish, over. isn't he? Yeah, isn't he Spanish? Is he Spa- oh, yeah. Barcelona, mate, isn't he? <laughs> so yes, we've so. got a Brazilian
1: <laughs> called Carlos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've made him up dude, don't I? I've made him up <laughs> yeah bro, we get, yeah yeah we know the Spanish now but we, we don't know about a Brazilian <laughs> huh? yeah no, nah, but he, yeah he does some great stuff. <laughs> he does some great I mean I think like Ben said he's the, the... <laughs>
2: sorry okay
0: <laughs> sorry mate I've, I've had three busy nights yesterday <laughs> but um yeah, you know me and names, dude. so That's that's why I call everyone mate, Dick's. It's just easier, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's just, so, much, yeah, it's just yeah. so much easier, mate. Yeah, I yeah, guess. But, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. There is a theory behind it, Deeks. So there is a theory. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, like Ben said, mate, you know, the, the the camaraderie in the dressing room sort of comes across, Dick's, doesn't it? And I think it's gotten through. I mean, Jack, Andy and Fletch, mate, and, and uh, you know, been a great help to Ashley, mate, who's... I mean, he's just remarkable, Dixon, isn't he. Actually, mate, you know, I I left Jake alone on Saturday, mate, because you know I didn't want to bore him, but I did send him a text Sunday morning, you know, just to congrats, and and he sent me back a lovely like two or three minute voicemail, mate, while, while he was driving home, and and um, you know, he's, he's he's just a class act, Dixon, he, you know, on on the pitch when he was a player and off the pitch, there's he, not a nicer bloke, is there, in Cornish football, really, Dixon. You know, I'm just so so pleased for him, mate. And you know, and I know quite a few of the players as well. They're digs at Mosel You know, I'm well. I'm pretty good mates with a few of their dads, mate. Old <laughs> old teammates and stuff. You know, that's probably more like it, mate. Yeah, but but I'm just really chuffed for everyone at the club, mate. You know. Well, I actually said he got back to Fletch's, mate, at 6.30 a.m. So, <laughs> you know, it sounded like a pretty good night, didn't it, mate? It sounded like <laughs> a pretty good night. Yeah, yeah. And, a, and a celebration richly deserves Diggs after a long or sort of 36-game league season Diggs, isn't it? And, and it's nice for someone like Ben Diggs, isn't it? You know, local lad has been there from day one, really, mate, to, to see all of that happening to his local club, isn't it, mate? Lovely, really. Lovely mm. story.
2: Yeah.
1: Now, we must also think about Salt Ash in all this because um, they are second place. They've only lost four games all season and um, yeah. they've got the terror of a playoff, haven't they, away as well up at um, Bristol Manor yeah. Farm. So uh, um, we wish them the, the you know the best of luck as well, don't we? Um,
0: nice little ground up there, mate. Been there, Diggs, Bristol Manor Farm?
1: Uh no, I don't That's think good. I have actually. No.
0: Yeah, nice little so ground it is, Diggs. You know, I'm sure sure the boys will be out you know, not, last time I went there it's a nice surface there, uh, Diggs. I, I think I watched the game there just before COVID, I think, Diggs. I was up that way and yeah, you know, got got out of the shopping, mate. Let Rach just <laughs> Rage go in Bristol, mate, and I managed to to go to the game, mate, and picked her up like later on, but but um yeah, nice venue, Diggs. I'm sure the Salt-Ash lads will be up for that one, mate. And, you know, to be honest, mate, you know, they've had a pretty, you know, poor season for them, mate, because they're quite a big club in, in the area, really, Diggs, you know, in this sort of, you know, they're quite a big club. And, and, and Salt-Ash have had a great season, mate, so hopefully that momentum, Diggs, you know, going mm. into a sort of playoffs, mate. You know, yeah. why not, Diggs? Why Love not? to see Salt-Ash, Yeah. Man. yeah come on the ashes mate that's right that's right yeah
1: yeah. Uh, like I said uh, we wish them uh, good luck on that uh, game up there at uh, Bristol Manor Farm that's Saturday and um, well season hasn't finished for them quite yet and it's not finished for everyone else either now then after the uh, midweek trip to Welton Farmer Town have got one game left that's coming up Saturday against Street let's hear from manager Andy Westgarth. um How's your season been? Do you reckon with one game left, what do you think?
6: I think we've done quite well. I think at the start of the season, if someone said to us that you know, up to the last game of the season, we've got a chance of securing seventh place or you know getting inside the top eight, I would have uh, I would have definitely taken that because you know there's some experienced big hitters in that league, and I think we we've shown on our day that you know we can beat the best. Is uh, so yeah, you know, I think overall. You can be really, really, really pleased with our efforts. You know, a little bit disappointing in the Cups, especially the Wendron one. That was a sore one to take, and, and, and losing in the FA Vaz consecutive games, actually. But yeah, lots of uh, learning curves. But overall, I think, yeah, very good season. Ah, right, learning curves.
1: So, as a manager, what's been the biggest thing you've learnt this season then?
6: Um, managing your squad, really. Um, it, it's been great having five subs. Um, whereas I suppose in the Peninsula league, you, you would always use them. What what, every game you would, you would use every single sub or, you know, you you wouldn't even question it. Whereas at the start of the season, I suppose, you know, I was going to take Ilfricum away. You know, you've, you've taken the lads. What's it? Three and a half hours up the road. And and you're looking over your shoulder thinking, buddy, I should get them on really. But then you're (laughs) making the change for the sake of it. Um, so that's a big thing I've learned actually. Like, you know, sometimes you've got a bit more, uh, Bit more ruthless and, and and put the team first as such, um, instead of the individuals. And uh, you know that's, that's something I've taken on board. Game management is massive, from home to away. You know that you you're, you're playing. It almost feels like you're playing against completely different teams. Um, you know you can face the team one week at home and then you you know you face them away and you're completely different and they're completely different. So you know that's been a real challenge away from home and last 10 minutes in this league are just chaos you know <laughs> people really go for it they change the formation they ask a lot of questions and so you know I think as the season's gone on we've sort of we've, we've learned as a group and, and like I said as me as a, a manager an individual and uh, yeah lots of uh, lots of challenges
1: I think um, a lot of people think you were quite bold at the start of the season you brought in some some younger blood um, they seem to have done okay though haven't they?
6: Oh, they've been brilliant. You know, it's, it's sort of been, it's been a rock and a hard place when you bring in new players because obviously you want to you want to play them because obviously you bring them in for that reason, but obviously it takes time for them to settle and and then obviously you need to, like you said, bed them in. Um, and just the way the season's gone, um, you know, you can look at it one or two ways. You know, with injuries or players have left, it's given them probably more opportunity to play and, and all of them have had so much game time and... You know, I suppose you've only got to look at like Swanee. Really, he, he probably joined more as a as a centre midfielder, but you know he's established himself now as probably our main right back, and he he's been fantastic. And you know you look at Caden Dunn. You know again, you know he's played right back a lot of the time of the season, but you know found himself now playing centre half of Wardy, and you know Cam has played probably left wing, right wing, centre midfield you know number 10 you know he's he's done really well the same with Ollie Pickup you know he's played left wing right wing up front so um, you know they've all had lots and lots of game time but they've all been you know they've they've all been a success really so I've been really really pleased with all of their contribution this year now this week
1: during the week you played up at Welton Rovers your last away game but logistically it must have been a nightmare mustn't it midweek
6: it was yeah it was we haven't really had too many of them actually I think we did um, we did Buckland a while back you know that wasn't too bad but again that was a bit of a taster of thinking you know you're leaving quite early but like you said Welton Rovers away which is what was that near Bath isn't it so we you know we left at half one we didn't get back till half two but um, <laughs> it, it definitely made it three I must admit with like 15 minutes to go when we were 2-1 down I thought oh no this is going to be a hell of a long journey home. but then <laughs> score those two late goals—it certainly changed the mood of the camp. And uh, you know, I said to the boys before the game, really, oh, yeah, you know, when you when these sort of games come up, I don't look at it and go, "Oh no, I can't believe we've got to go to these places." I look at it as a bit of a privilege, really. You know, I want to be in this league. You know, we want to be competing against good sides, and, and no disrespect to any side in the Premiership League, but you know, I don't want to be going really to, to any of those sides on a midweek. I want to be going to different places and challenging ourselves and you know I'd rather do that than working so I, I looked I, I didn't mind it I thought it was a good day and
1: are you already working towards next season I know this season hasn't quite finished but I guess you're already planning for next season
6: I don't think you ever stop planning forward Dave to be honest yeah I think you know when you're you know say you're in January you're always looking forward to the next three or four games or you know, so I think you've always got to have a have an eye on next season and, and you know, you've know, got to get the feelers out, you've got to speak to your squad, you've got to always keep improving on and off the field, so yeah, always planning. So can we expect some new players? I think we need to, being brutally honest. I think that's probably been one of the learning curves from us, is the depth of the squad and I suppose you've only got to look at the sides that have been successful and, and look at the good things that they do or how well they do things and you know, you obviously got to put your own spin on it, but you know, take Mowlsall. You know, look at the strength of their squad. Their recruitment was great. It almost mirrored us last year, really. You know, probably exactly, Probably with the Jack Bray Evans thing, actually. You know, we we got off to a good start, signed Jack, and it elevated us to the next level. And we managed to recruit well. And I suppose Mowlsall pretty much done the same. You know, their squad is—it's been their strength, their home form. So, you know, I, I think that's one area that we need to work on next year is—is is that depth because when we've had a full squad, or you know, we've. uh you know, we've gone to, say, the, the, the top sides. We, we've, we've done really well. we picked up some really good points. But, you know, I suppose if you look at that period around February where, you know, we had a depleted squad, it really, really affected us. So, mm. you know, that's definitely an area I want to be looking at.
1: And, Mosul, were the champions?
6: Yeah, the league table never lies, does it? You know, so gave them a really, really good run, didn't they? You know, I think, you know, they went sort of under the radar a little bit. It was almost everyone was expecting Melville probably to win it because, you know, their, their profile was so much higher than everybody else's, I guess. Their social media presence is really good and obviously Jake's, a, 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 you know, a big big figure in the area and, you know, but full credit to him, you know, like I said, the, the league table never lies and, you know, it shows how hard this league is to, to take it to the last game of the season to win it. So, you know, Credit where credit's due and, uh, you know, I'm sure they're really looking forward to the Southern League because they made noises and and that was their um, ambitions from the start, really, wasn't it? To play as high as they can.
1: Mm. And so, if you look back at the season, what what have you personally enjoyed the most?
6: What have I enjoyed the most? Um, The challenge, without a shadow of a doubt. it's Every game, you're really thinking about it. You don't just turn up and... um, uh, you know just expect the game just to turn up you know to happen it's you know, you really have to do your homework i've really enjoyed going to the, the different grounds um uh, meeting new people you know um meeting new managers you know forming friendships so you know i've really enjoyed all of it To honestly there hasn't been many things that i haven't liked about it i've even enjoyed the journeys like you know getting older i if you look at it on the social side i'm not really one for going into town anymore so you know <laughs> i've heard everyone being together like you know it suits me down to the ground everyone's on the bus you know, we we got the music going and having the supporters on there has been great. And you know, obviously they're not obviously as, as as great when you lose, but you know, nine times out of ten they're always bouncing. Like last night, you know, the music was going. And it was, they're great. That's what that's what football's about, isn't it? Making memories.
1: I've even seen you with a with a bottle dancing on the bus last night, weren't you?
6: Yeah, alcohol free, mate. I don't drink, do I? So yeah, no, that's what um, I thought.
1: That's what I thought.
6: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you got to enjoy those moments, don't you? you know, You know you know, they don't come around very often. And I think that's proven actually, we haven't been that great midweek away from home, um, to getting, getting wins. So yeah, it was just, uh, I think the manner in which we, uh, the manner in which we, uh, we won the game, it just makes it all much nicer. So yeah, it was, it was a good celebration on the bus and enjoy it. But yeah, it, it it, you know, I would say this last, you know, two or three months have been quite hard going because we've had a lot of away games, but you know, so many highlights and, uh, yeah, it's been a great season.
1: And last game, Saturday Street. Um, well, they're not too far behind you, are they? So um, it might not be uh, as easy a game as I first thought it was going to be.
6: No, I think they're probably one of the most informed sides in the league at the minute. It's, it's bizarre, really. Like some sides really have blown up and other sides have really kicked on. You know, you look at Torpoint, they're on a great run. You know, whereas if, I suppose on the flip side, if you look at, say, a Mallet and a. Um, you know, Ashton and Blackwell, they've completely, you know, fallen apart really. So you know, we're in the hunt for seventh. I think is, I think Houston have got Shepton and we've got Street. So um, you know, if we can just better Shepton's um resolve against Houston then we secure seventh. So, you know, there's still a lot riding on it. You know, I, I want to finish as high as I can, so you know, it'd be nice to finish at home on a high. So it sets the tone for next season, really. And yep. you know, and we've had a good good little end of the season ourselves.
1: I uh, just realised for once you might be wanting Helston to win. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it there, shall we? <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Well, thanks very much, Westy. Um thanks for coming on during the season. And uh, well, I, I was gonna say enjoy your summer, but I guess I guess before you know it, you'll be back back training again, won't you?
6: Well, as I said, we've got a little trip to i b for actually. We're going what? next Thursday. A trip to IB or... yeah, well, oh my goodness. I yeah, all the boys are going over to uh, we're going over to White Beef. a good good turnout actually. We've pretty much got the whole squad going, which will be good. So. Mm. so, and then uh, back for the awards night when we get back. I think it's like a day later, or a couple of days later, and then uh, yeah, nice break again. But like you said, the season comes around so fast. It'll be probably coming back June, and I mean, I'd imagine if it's like anything like last year, we'll be uh, starting again end of July. So yeah, it's not a massive break. So. Well, Well, I think we're
1: all looking forward to. I was going to say, enjoy it. And, uh, well, no doubt we'll have you back on the podcast next season. Look forward to it.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, I've got to say that, you know, I always say it, mate, you know, but I think Wesley's done a fantastic job again, mate, you know, to get former Finca you know, top seven really, a top seven spot, you know, after a difficult start as well. And, you know, I I thought, to be honest, mate, start of this season, you know, speaking to a few of the old sort of former Sort of fans, you know, that I know and people, you know, I think we all said, you know, if, if we could get top half, we'd all be delighted with that, really, Dicks, you know, first season back in the Western League, and and yet again, mate, you know, Westy's, you know, top that, really, you know, another, another success, I think, in his long line of successes, mate, since he's been manager and. You know, like he's always done in his time in charge, mate. And you know, be be a good crack, Dicks, would not it? And I befer for the lads. I think they got a bit <laughs> of celebrity mate. You know, after a long, hard... they seem to do that now, Dicks, don't they? Like Jack said, Nuki are off to Morbaya, Dicks. Um, I think Marbella. In a couple of weeks. blimey! Yeah, yeah, they got four or five days in Morb. Yeah, they seem to do that now, Dicks, don't they? The lads, little four or five days in the sun, mate. I mean, seems to be the thing. Mate, we used to have our four days in Amsterdam, mate. Which, which I mean, you know, some of the best memories of me life, to be honest. <laughs> so, we didn't need any sun, mate. We didn't need any sun. But um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, good, good for all the you, you know, it's, it's brilliant for the team spirit and all. Deeks, isn't it? To to, to do all that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Cool
1: Nearest I got to going away with a team was twinning Liscard when we went to Campari a couple of times, but um, that was mid oh, yeah, that was yeah. mid season. Not um, well, it was sort of mid season. I suppose it was late season, but but um, yeah, so yeah. Uh, not not in the sun as such. So uh, Ibiza, no, Marbella, be yeah, very nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. I'm a little bit jealous, really thick, but. I
1: am fifty-six, mate. I've
0: got to grow up, haven't I? Yes, got to yes. Grow up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good on
1: the lads, mate. Good on them. So we've heard from Westie. Um, we've uh, obviously um, talked about Saltash and their uh, promotion bid, their playoff bid. Um, Helston got a game on Monday, haven't they? That is relatively important. Les Phillips Cup semi-final up there at Ilf-Rakum. Um Before that, though, Saturday just to. Uh, Uh, well recap what everyone should know by looking at various websites we've got Torpoint away to Ashton and Backwell um Falmouth as we know are home to street and um as Westy said there Helston are away to Shepton Manet and um well he is actually hoping Helston win isn't he yeah he did
0: say that mate didn't he Westy Mm. mate Yeah. yeah he did say
1: that with a bit of a chuckle mind but um <laughs> so so anyway, yeah. Helston up there, Ilfracombe. Um, well, how did they get on the, early in the season? I can't remember. is um, that a draw? I yeah, I've got a feeling
0: it was. not I think they did because they had that terrible result, didn't they? There. Seven
1: two, wasn't it? Like,
0: was that last season, mate? Yeah, they that's... lost seven two. Right?
1: Ah, yeah, yeah. Nil, 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 This time around, it was went from oh, one, e- it, one Dick, extreme yeah. to the other, wasn't it? So, it uh, <laughs> yeah. wasn't
0: it, mate? Yeah. I was going to say, well, no, yeah, yeah. You're right. They 0-0, wasn't it? Yeah, 0-0
1: in uh, beginning of February. So, um, and, yeah. and Ilfricum actually have slipped down the table a fair old bit. i not know they're down there in seventeenth place at the moment. So, uh, um,
0: yeah, they have. They something. Bottom 3
1: bottom are haven't they, mate? You yeah. know, they've gone from sort of like ninth or 10th comfy, mate, to sort of bottom 3 are haven't they? Yeah. A, lot, yeah. a few too many, actually, well, I was going to say a few too many draws, but that's, that's one thing you could criticise Helston about this season, isn't it? They've had a great season so far, but they've yeah. actually drawn 12 games in the league, so uh, God, yeah. could this be an extra time job? Oh, no,
0: he's looking a bit that way, he says. Yeah, more new you, do. so when you look at the two teams, I mean, Ilfracombe have only won six games out of thirty-four, Dee, haven't they? And yeah. Alston have won, you know, half of their games, haven't they? So you would, you would fancy Alston to go up there and sort of do it, wouldn't you, mate? Really? Yeah. I'd be gutted if they don't, wouldn't you, mate? Really? I think.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Very good yeah. chance. And yeah. uh, well, if they or when they win on the Monday, they yeah. uh, await the the other. The other semi finals between Shepton Mallet and Brislington. That's been playing on Wednesday. So, um, again, yeah. well, that'll be an interesting one. Brislington have, have won the Division 1 Western League by, yeah. uh, was it 12 points or something like that? So, yeah. uh, they are obviously got uh, yeah. a um, useful side this season. Shepton Mallet have slipped. They're another team that slipped away a bit, haven't they, this season?
0: Yeah they yeah, have made 10 defeats stakes you know they they were going pretty well weren't they you know upsetting a, upsetting a few of our top sides as well mate along the way weren't they yeah but um, but yeah they have slipped mate right down to 8 yeah yeah right Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, great to finish. you know great to finish above them for for Westy, mate isn't it a, a club like that Diggs. established western league club yeah. to finish above them yeah, so,
1: yeah. I mean, overall, our Cornish sides have done all right, actually, haven't they? Um, we got Millbrook yeah, um, yeah. 13th, and um, I can't remember where they ended up last season, but um, they've had a, a, a reasonable season, and obviously the Senior Cup finalists as well. Torpoint point one yeah. position above them, but um, five points clear, and of course, they got that game on Saturday, so they could go... Uh, yeah. In fact they could, yeah. Well, they could leapfrog Ashton in yeah. the backwell, couldn't they? So uh...
0: yeah, what? Well, I think they could actually. This, so I think they looking at this, thing, they could go up the ninth.
1: Yeah, because yeah. they
0: got a better, they, they could leapfrog Clevedon and Street as well, mate. You know when Falmouth beats Street, mate, on Saturday. You know because they're, they're <laughs> their goal difference, their difference is better, mate. So oh, yeah. Westy could do two point, is it, mate? Yeah. Two point could finish ninth, sticks with a win. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'm, I'm sure they would have settled for that um, pre-season. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: Mate. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think it is a disappointment um, necessary for any of our Cornish sides in the Western League no. this season,
0: do you? No, I would have took that. Diggs. If someone said, you know, you're going to have four teams in the top seven, and then the other two sides are going to finish 12th and 13th, you know, you 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 would have bit their hand off with that, Dix, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. He would have snapped their hand off. Her. Good to see Jack Wood score a couple of goals, Diggs, wasn't it, for Milbrook on Saturday.
2: Yeah.
0: In that Yeah, poor Chat, you know, missing that penalty in the senior cup for Good to see him bounce back with a Couple of goals, mate, innit? it? Good to see him get over that sort of disappointment, mate, wasn't it? I did smile when I saw that, mate. Yeah. Horrible for a player, uh, yeah. Innit,
1: mate? I, I think he has actually got over it, but you've probably reminded him about it now, and so he's yeah, remembered it again. Sorry, so, sorry. So, yeah. So you need to apologise. <laughs> yeah,
0: no. yeah. No, I was pleased to see that, mate. It's, you know, it's, it's a bit of character, mate, innit? it? He's got a bit of character, and he. Dude?
1: From the Southern League to the Trelawney we've got you covered. Another man with a bit of character is the secretary of the Southwest <laughs> Peninsula League and uh, Phil Hiscox, who we know is always out and about. He's never in, is he, Rappo?
0: No, oh, he is mate. Poor old Toby, mate. Must be, you know, flipping there, you know, waiting for, waiting, waiting for his master to come home, mate, isn't he? You yeah. know, like, I, I bet he's thinking, where's me?" You know, I'm sure Phil leaves Toby a few biscuits to jump on, mate, while he's eight, isn't
1: he. Well, I, I think before we get the RSPCA um, inquiring where Phil Hiscox lives, we we need to point out that I think Toby gets dropped off at uh, Phil's daughter's. Actually, I think so. Uh,
0: so, yeah, I'm brilliant, <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine he's got a pretty good life, mate. we living with Phil, anyway. <laughs> right, he's well, he's well looked after.
1: <laughs> right, let's hear anyway what Phil has been up to over the last seven days and what he's getting up to in the next week or so. Uh, here he is, now West Peninsula League. Phil, eighteen games to go, I reckon. Uh, we're talking Thursday morning. Um, you're nearly there.
7: Nearly there, nearly there. Just a uh, one little sort of trophy presentation weekend in the east, and then uh, a couple of cup finals to finish the season.
1: Yeah, so Blasey was all wrapped up with the the West last week. Um, so, have you done Bricksome yet or not?
7: No, um, Brixham, uh, they won won, clinched the title at the same time that St. Blaise were having their presentation last Saturday, and obviously you can't be in two places at once, but I also knew that that was St. Blaise's last home game, whereas Brixham had a home game this Saturday. So the plan on Saturday is to go to Brixham versus Crediton, which will be a a top clash there. Brixham, we know, will will be presented with the Champions Cup. It is possible that, like last week at St. Blasey, when I got rid of first and second at the same time, it's possible I could do the same on Saturday. But I think unlikely. Um, Crediton would have to win at Brixham and O'Campton would have to drop points against Bridport. For it to actually happen on Saturday,
1: so then you have to wait for the next game, I guess.
7: Yeah, that's correct. uh, sorry, that's Crediton's last game. Oh, yeah. Ocamp- O'Campton are at Tynmouth on the Bank Holiday Monday. Um, so that's my sort of fallback. If if uh, O'Campton are runners up, then I shall be at Tynmouth on the Monday, uh, with, with that cup. It might be that if Crediton have lost to Brixham. Oh, captain! Will all be will already be runners up before they take the field at Timmer? <laughs> it might be that that they play the game at Timmouth needing a draw or a win, depending on how Saturday's results have gone.
1: Right, all these ifs and buts at this all time ifs of the season. And buts, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, well, whilst we're talking about the East, Brixham, obviously champions, deservedly champions.
7: I think so. Um, I think we, we've said it during the season, you know, defensively superb. They've, they've got a lot of um, experience, particularly in the back. Uh, interesting enough, if they avoid conceding less than two goals in their remaining two games, or, or sorry, no more than two goals, they will set a record that even your Bodmins and your Bucklands and your Partways of the fewest goals conceded in the season. Oh, right that that record is 25, Brixham are on 22 with two games to go. I'd have to say, uh, and I don't know if St. Blasey realised, they were on for the record last week until they let in two goals beating Sticker 3-2 and then four goals losing 4-2 to Wendra. <laughs>
2: right.
7: <laughs> yeah, losing letting six goals in in the last week. <laughs>
1: yeah, not really champion stuff, is it? You know,
7: No, doing that. no. I, perhaps they just didn't, well, I, I wouldn't. I suppose it wouldn't have made any difference uh, you know, the players shoot they try, the keeper tries to save it, didn't he? But um, yeah. they, they were on for the record. But, but let's say, you, you can't afford to all those tight margins. You can't let in six goals in the last two games. Mm.
1: OK. And, well, uh, just looking at Brixham's last two games, obviously Crediton on Saturday, which, um, is, well, Crediton's second. So that's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, Holds- so, so,
7: Crediton, to get runners up themselves, they need to get something to, yeah. to make the put- Back on Oakhampton.
1: Yeah, so that's good. Uh, and then Brixham's last game, last game in the league is on May the 1st, isn't it? Away uh, to really. Yeah, so.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the West finishes this Saturday. There's one game left in the West, Callington versus Mullion, which is Saturday. The East because it has more teams, there's seven games on Saturday and six games on the following Monday.
1: Right, OK. Now, so in the West, as you mentioned, you were at St. Blaise to present uh, them with, well, and Wendron uh, with yeah. the trophies. Um, 4-2 to Wendron. Um, well, sounds a, a good win, but they're sort of party poopers, weren't they, Wendron?
7: Well, they were a bit. I mean, the thing is that Wendron needed a result to, to make sure they were runners-up. Um, I, I don't think I'm telling tales out of school. I think St. Blazy perhaps weren't at it in the first half, Wendron were clearly the better team. In the first half, I'm guessing there might have been some wallpaper and paint peeled from the dressing room wall <laughs> at half time, um, because whilst at half time, I was sm- got a little smug smile on my face, thinking I'm glad I bought the runners-up cup. I'm going to get rid of that. Uh, there was times at the start of the second half when Sibley put the pressure on and reduced the arrears at one point to two three. Uh, thinking, oh, I might have to go home via guard after all. I was going to say, you must have um, been
1: getting a bit nervous at that yeah, stage. Yeah,
7: when it went back to 3-2 with still 10 minutes to go, but um, uh, I can't quite understand. What, what the the Wendering goal came very, very late to make it 4-2. In fact, so late, we were actually sort of getting trophies and things ready. <laughs> um, so, but uh, it, was, it was a real novelty being able to present both at the same time, something I've never done. Oh, right.
1: Right. And <laughs> Have you ever had the situation where you've been more so in cup finals, I guess, rather than league uh, uh, championships, but where you've been laying out the trophies and you've had to take them back in?
7: Um, Yes. Uh, Not for a few years. I've I've tried to to learn from my mistakes. Uh, I think Stoke Gable a few years ago were at Topsham in the old Devon League and and they were winning and I made the mistake of, literally carrying the cup from the car on the other side of the ground, around the ground to to do the presentation, whereupon Topsham equalised and then scored a winner, and I had to take it back again. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I love it.
1: Right. Right, so um, that, that's the two leagues or two divisions uh, all but sorted. Um, we've
2: got the
7: league... Oh, cap- actually, one other little funny story on that one. <laughs> yeah. A few years ago, Bobby Tracy, Peninsula League East, when we ran step seven, they needed to win at home to Alphington on the last day of the season to win East. Um, and it looked on paper absolute certainty. You know, Alphington mid-table with nothing to play for took the cup down, took the medals down, Alfington won 3-0. <laughs> uh, so that was painful. What was more painful was then trying to give these dejected Bobby Tracy players the runners-up cup of oh, medals yeah. <laughs> really not wanting it no, that's
2: right
1: oh, god that's yeah not very nice so not yeah. very nice for anyone is it that on those sort of occasions
7: god, when really, it was in their hands to win some runners-up you see let, let's take um Wendron on Saturday they knew before the game that that was the best they could get so therefore by winning they achieved something didn't mm, they yeah when you're first and you end up being second, <laughs> it's different. Not so
1: good. No, Not that's so right. No. <laughs> yeah. There you are presenting, trying to smile, whatever, and you, <laughs> do, you don't get the same back. So, uh, no. all right. Well, let, let's, uh, let's move over to the League Cup. And, uh, well, we know who's in the final now, don't we?
7: We do, yeah. Uh, a bit of a feisty affair on Tuesday night. Liscard eventually beat Newton-Abbotspur 2-1. A oh. uh, very tight game. Um, and both teams that the player sent off. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. Uh, I think the referee. Yeah, um, quite a quite a handful in his, in his card Yeah.
1: So though that the the red card for the list card player is he going to be available for the
7: final? I'm nope, afraid not. No. Afraid not. Part of the price of the, the fact that it's been postponed, really, if it had been played at the end of March, uh, uh, ske- originally scheduled, he would have had his suspension, and he would have had league games to miss his suspension. Yeah, before. Right. The thing is now, it, it will be suspended from Tuesday, and they have no other games other than the cup final to miss. Oh,
1: dear. Um, such a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Shame, so, um, yeah. It's
7: a shame um, you you're going to- player who got sent off he'll miss the first game of next season
1: was it a feisty affair from the beginning or did it just sort of heat up as the game went on or what
7: second half was more more feisty I, I think probably Newton Spurs. Committed more fouls, got more cards. I'd have to say, I wasn't overly impressed uh, when Lisgard scored the winner that they decided to celebrate in front of the Newton Spurs dugout and started another brawl. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. oh, yes. oh dear.
2: Right. <laughs>
7: yes. A frown for whoever, any of Liskard players listening, not impressed.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I'll watch the highlights, though, of the- the um, uh, Man City Arsenal game last night and there's all sorts of f- flaring up in that match it's no wonder that at a lower level these things happen as well isn't it? it's sort of copycat to some extent But
7: I, the- I was talking to somebody only this week about uh, I'd been to a game I don't think it was that game it was, I think it was more the week before's game where the team needed to, to have the result and the, the time-wasting tactics were oh. more or less a montage of what they would have watched on match of the day yeah I know yeah, know, this goalkeeper suddenly sinks to his knees. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm thinking, but we've seen all this on Match of the Day in the last week or so. And yeah. That's where the players are picking it up from.
1: Yeah. And and so, you know, it needs to be sorted from the top down, doesn't it? That's the thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah.
7: Just, not just for the clubs, but also for our level of referees. Mm-hmm. They need that the referees above are dealing with it whereas at the moment that's we we know in the top flight there are some things they don't seem to deal with
1: no that's right
7: the sense of foul language is an obvious one
1: (laughs) okay that's another subject completely and we could talk all day about it but um so where well very briefly very quickly where have you been in the last seven days because i know you've been very busy haven't you
7: busy and Rapper will be very pleased. Uh, I've seen lots and lots of goals. Uh, I started and we spoke last Thursday. I went to Elmore 3, Tynmouth 4 on Thursday. <laughs> uh, then repeated the dose on Friday with Elberton 3, side 4. Uh, Saturday, St Blazy 2, Wendron 4. Uh, Monday, a little bit more mild with Elmore 2, Torrington 2. Uh, then dried up a little bit more recently. Liscard Dean Spurs 2-1, obviously, on Tuesday in the Cup semi-final and a very dull night at Torrington 1-Axminster 0 last night. Oh, Can fine. I just quickly mention Elmore as well? They, um, they they drew with Torrington on Monday, which the game I was at, and then they've beaten Elberton on Wednesday. I wasn't there, but they got the win. They are now level on points with Plymouth Marjons, but behind on goal difference and have one game left uh which is away to Torridge side on Saturday. If they avoid defeat, they won't be bottom. I can't say that will reprieve them from relegation because that's the FA's decision because they'll still be bottom too. Um but they'll be in a different pot of clubs to be ranked for relegation if they are not the bottom side. Mm. So they can do themselves quite a favour by avoiding defeat on Saturday. Uh, who are they playing, did you say? Away to Torridge side.
1: Torres side, right, and they're sort of 12th yeah. at the moment. So. Yeah,
7: possible, yeah. Mm. Uh, because they won on Wednesday, a draw would be enough to get a vote of Marjons.
1: Right. And this is the something that I don't like at the end of the season, where right. you don't really know where you're yeah. going to be next season. I would
7: love to be able to say to Elmore, win on Saturday, you're up, lose on Saturday, you're down. Oh, but I can't. Uh, all I can say to Elmore is... The clubs from below, we know nationally there are X number applied. We know X number will succeed in terms of ground grading and league position. Of that number that have succeeded, some will fill vacancies of teams that have dropped out nationally over the year. year. Locally, we've had Godolphin, the Western League had Bitten. There will be others up and down the country. So the first batch replace those. The second batch, they, they then look at the 17 teams that have finished bottom and rank them on points per game. So at the moment, Elmore are in that ranking of 17. Um, and they will relegate 17 as they can place from below. If they've relegated all 17 of those, they then rank the 17 teams who finished one off the bottom on points per game, which is what Elmore can do for themselves on Saturday is put themselves into the next set mm-hmm. of 17 but I can't say where that line will draw. And, and like we had with St. Dennis last year, you might find that they miss out on on the mark and are when the allocations come out are relegated and then somebody else pulls out like, up and down the country in the week or so afterwards. And like St. Denis, you then get reprieved.
2: Yeah,
1: it's ridiculous, I think. It's,
7: it's, it's terrible. As I say, I, I'd love to say to Elmore, you because, know, yeah, let's say that they go to Elmore on Saturday, they play their arts out, they win, they get off the bottom they all but celebrate yeah yeah but i can't say all i can say is well done for not finishing bottom and you've given yourself more of a chance i can't say with any certainty that you're up or down
1: okay well you've got to live with it i suppose um how does it so what about in the west then what's the situation
7: Uh, luckily there's a bit more clarity in the west because penman withdrew after the agm and godolphin withdrew during the season st dennis are in the third tier of teams that finish three (laughs) off the bottom and that the the, the fa won't get that far right they won't get that far in the same way as that Holesworthy are three off the bottom in the east Mm -hmm. Uh, and you look at all these people that do these spreadsheets and things you know they're they're not mentioned Mm -hmm. because three off the bottom the, the fa just don't get to that far right
1: thank you for that um where are you
7: going then in the next few days um, so I'm, I'm staying in on Friday night. I haven't got a game on Friday what? night this week. I, I, yeah, I need to wash my hair, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> well,
1: that won't take you long anyway, <laughs> will <wouldn't> it?
7: So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Saturday, Bricks and Crediton, Monday, um, almost certainly Tim Mofo Campton. Uh, obviously, if if, if Crediton do snatch second on Saturday without that set of results that's yeah, unlikely but possible then i might have a license to go where where i please on monday but i'm expecting to go to timberfolk hampton mm-hmm. and then a quiet week start doing the, the the paperwork and things start tidying the end of season up
1: right came around pretty quick didn't it yeah. <laughs>
7: another one gone. another one
1: another gone. another one gone right okay and just remind us uh, when when it's the
7: league cup final and the yeah, so I'll tell you, the league games finish on Monday. Then we've then got seven days. Yeah, there are other games and cup finals and things around in local leagues and stuff. But uh, we then finish on well, Monday, the 8th of May, which is the extra bank holiday because of the King's coronation falling on the Saturday. That's the Champions Bowl, Brixham versus St. Blaise, with a two o'clock kickoff at Cullumpton Rangers. And, and that game is in aid of the Benevolent Fund. Mm mm-hmm. And then the last game of the season, Saturday the 13th of May, is the Walter C Parsons Cup final, Liscard versus Oakhampton at Launceston, bang in between the two teams. Well done, whoever arranged that. Yeah, Yeah, that was a lucky guess, wasn't
1: it? (laughs) (laughs) Your crystal ball worked on that occasion. Right, Right. okay. well, uh, still plenty of stuff for you to do, no doubt. Um, So you better get on and do it. Thanks very
0: much. Thank you very much. Another great season, Diggs, won't it, for Phil, mate, to get the to get the season done in, in time, mate, as always. You know, I think I think everyone, mate, appreciates what a brilliant job Phil does, mate, and how lucky we are to have him, mate. And and let's score the O'Campton, Diggs. We know that's the League Cup final now, mate. Be a good one. I think, mate, won't it? At Lawson on May the thirteenth, Diggs. Hopefully hopefully see at that one, Diggs. Yeah.
1: Hopefully see you at that one. Yeah. At that one. Should be um, Yeah. Should be a good game actually, isn't it? O'Campton of uh... Yeah, done well this season. I think it would.
0: They have, mate. Yeah, two teams that probably deserve to to win something, really. digs isn't it? So. Well, one of them will, wouldn't they, mate? One of them will. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, but hopefully less scored, you know, from our point of view. But um, but yeah, I mean, Phil, you know, Phil's seen nearly thirty goals again this week, mate. And he is um, you know, any any spectator watching a game that that Phil's at, mate, they'll be chuffed to see him turn up, mate, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the supporters are looking forward to seeing him. Um, on Saturday, jinx at so, that at that and v credit and five all game on Saturday coming up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you you put the jinx on that one, now, haven't you? So... Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> mm. no, um, no, brilliant, brilliant. You know, we're, we're lucky to have Phil, mate. me.
1: yeah. And uh, as he said, one one fixture left in the West Division. That's Carrington at home to Mullion on Saturday, 3 o'clock kick-off. It's been a bit wet today, so I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping that doesn't affect that <laughs> much. I dare not uh, suggest that. but, no. uh, but <laughs> In fact, Callington had a bit of a funny run-in, haven't they, really? In the last week, they won yeah. 6-2 at, at home last Saturday. Yeah. against Penzance. And they lose at home to St. Alstor on Tuesday. You know, it's... Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a stretch, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, that's right. Griffin also go out. Dick's on it, you know. Sending Sporkey and and Wheat and, and and Gary mate out with a win, won't it, mate? Their 10, ten year mate to, to finish on a win, mate. at St. Yeah, nice to see that for Sporkey.
1: Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and what about Wendron? They got that runners-up place in the end.
0: Brilliant. Yeah, you've got to say again, you know, we've said it all season, Dixney, you just can't speak high enough, mate, can you? Whatever you say, don't do him justice, really, Dixney. Mike's just, <clears throat> excuse me, Dick. you know, when he took over from Jack, I thought, crikey, that's going to be a difficult act to follow at Wendrum, mate, but Mike's just taking it on and, you know, he's, he's, he's just, well, he has taken it on, mate, and he's taking the <laughs> team on even further than Jack. You know, like, you know, what a job Mike's done, mate, a Wendrum mate, and, and all the play, you know, good bunch of lads, you know, I know, know most of the players, mate, and great bunch of boys down there, Diggs, you know, great, another team with a brilliant team spirit and you know, well done to Mike, Josh and Scoffy, mate, for for the job they've done. I mean, you've got to say, Deeks, probably if you weigh it all up, mate, and and everything, mate, like last season, you know, third in the league, a senior cup final, mate. This season, runners-up in the league and a a senior cup semi-final, I mean, they just overachieved, don't they, so much, Deeks. I mean, Mike's possibly I mean I know we've got our awards coming up, Dick's, but Mike's gotta be up there, and he for manager of the season again, Dick's hasn't
1: he yeah sure. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Mm. That's right. Certainly got, got uh, certainly a candidate, that's for sure. So and and yeah. that win, um that was without obviously Charlie Young. He was uh well, he was running yeah, the well, London Marathon not the day after. So well done Charlie on doing that. Um so no yeah. goals from him, no goals from Ryan Reeve, no goals from Sh- Josh Wood. Um, but um, Cam Wheat came uh, came in with two, yeah. Jacob Cleverly and Lucas Potts. So um, it, it's good to see that goals can come from anywhere in the side,
0: isn't it? Yeah, talented group of lads, stakes, aren't they? Good to, uh, you know, I wonder if they'll stay together next season. I'm sure there'll be a few. People sniffing around under lane, mate, weren't they? <laughs> I was going to say sniffing. It sounded a bit rude, speaks for a minute, didn't it? Sniffing around un- under. Uh, but um, yeah. yeah, mate. I'm sure you have know, plenty of you know top players there, mate. You know, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Mike's already. I don't know if Wendron are off anywhere, mate. Are they on sunny climate? Speaks. I'm sure. Sure, Mike. Or already spoke to a few of them for next season, mate. wouldn't he. Yeah, they're they're,
1: they're probably having a few sunny days in Helston or something like that, aren't they, Wendron? <laughs>
0: That's it, mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they'll enjoy it, mate, whatever they do. Yeah, great season, mate, isn't it? Brilliant season from Wendron. Delighted for mate.
2: Your Cornish mate. Now,
1: let's uh, carry on through the league's uh, St Piran League. And uh, whilst it's all, well, it's been settled for a little while in the West, isn't it? Um, it's brewing up nicely in the East, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is, mate, yeah. Yeah, great, great finish. That could be Diggs,
1: couldn't it? Great finish to the league. Yeah, so um, good excuse to speak to Kev McCann, I thought. Well, the uh, Super League East, it's going to go all the way, I think, Kev, isn't it?
5: Uh, yeah, it looks like it, yeah. Um, I mean, we've had a few, a couple of games put back, which has um, ruined any sort of momentum we had. But um, yeah, I mean, Dominic keep winning. I was expecting him to keep winning, to be honest with you, and I, I still expect him to win. The remaining games, I'm planning on that, so I'm, I'm just concentrating on what we've got to do, um, and hopefully do the same as last year.
1: Yeah, it was tight last season, does it feel
5: even tighter this season? Well, yeah, it's it's a, it's a different uh, scenario this year, because obviously we were up to like six or seven games behind them last year, so we were playing catch-up, and they were sort of watching us, and seeing if we were winning and catching and closing the gap and, and, and we did it. But this year we've been out in front all season and um now they're starting to close the gap. I mean they can't catch us at the moment. Um but you know if we slip up in any of our two games and they win all three of theirs then obviously the title will be theirs. But um so it's a little bit different. Um but yeah it's it's just it's a little bit weird to be honest because it seems to have gone a little bit flat. Um, you know, we was on a, on a on a sort of crest, going on and, and winning and, and doing what we had to do, and and then the the Alton and game was postponed, and it's just been a bit of a nightmare getting it rearranged. You know, the St. Morgan game was was postponed, and then that was rearranged right to the sixth, which is I think three weeks after we were due to originally finish. Um, but that's obviously because Morgan had games, um, and then this Alton and one was was. Um, postponed because of the pitch um, and then it's just been a bit of a nightmare to rearrange and, and it's 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 been a bit yeah it's put me off a little bit to be
0: honest
1: yeah, your last league game was the 1st of April, so and your next league game will be the 2nd of May, I think, won't it? So, so you've had a whole yeah. month. So
5: Yeah, I mean, I'm not using that as an excuse. I mean, lots of teams have had to do that. I mean, you know, we, we keep on going training and stuff like that. I mean, that's, I'm not using that as an excuse if it doesn't happen. It's just the way it's been sort of done, I, 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 I'm a bit perplexed, to be honest. I mean, we originally... I, I still can't understand why they couldn't play it the week after. I mean, we were told there was no referees. Well, there was what, three West games on, one East game on, um, and a League Cup game. You know, that's less than half the normal fixtures of what's on on a Saturday. Plus, <laughs> some leagues have finished. So, where have all the referees gone? I mean, we just told there's no referees, you know? And then we sort of said, well, why can't we just arrange the game and then find a referee but they wouldn't do that and then obviously it got to the within five days where you have to give a team five days notice and it was too late and we just cannot understand why we couldn't do that so then they put it to the Monday the 8th which <laughs> only up to a few months ago I don't even think it was a bank holiday um, I got players away I'm away um, because um I'm, I use my 50th birthday on Tuesday the 2nd as it happens so that hasn't gone damn well with my wife but
2: <laughs> oh,
1: no, you know? no so,
5: but the 8th was just a no-go when we were told well it's, it's that or not. and we ended up we had a quite a bit of a battle to say look we can't play the 8th and we, we and I just sort of said you know how can you have a um, a title race that's been so good and then just go to somebody by forfeit mm-hmm. so it would just make a mockery of the league you know and this is supposed to be a, a you know a, one of the best leagues at this level and and it would just be a total mockery and now it's gone to tuesday the second but even then i'm i'm a little bit skeptical because they haven't got lights and yeah we're going to try in for a 7:15 kickoff and and if we can get there for seven which it's going to do it's like a 30 40 minute drive we, you know and I've got players that work until half five, six normally, you know, which they're trying to shift around and all that sort of thing. Um, and then if we get there and, and we we can't kick off till 7.15, I mean, I was looking at the light. I mean, it was dark by half eight last night. Um, You know, and obviously if it's a sunny day, then we get a little bit more out of it and stuff like that. Um, and the rule is if we play 70 minutes, the ref can call it. Well, <laughs> I mean, St. Dominic have won a lot of games in the last five or 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, and we did last year. You know, we were behind on our on our run to the title last year. We were behind for quite in, in a lot of those games, and we actually scored um, winners in the last 10-15 minutes. Well, if you take away the last twenty minutes of a game, <laughs> how was, mm. that, how was that right? I mean, they play they play and on Saturday, right? And if they're sort of one one for example after seventy minutes, and then they go on and they score with five minutes to go and win the game two one, and then we have the same scenario on Tuesday, with one one after seventy minutes, and the ref calls it because they're light. How does how does <laughs> that work out?
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, I hadn't thought I hadn't thought about that. I mean, I, I wrote down a seven fifteen kickoff. I must admit, for your game against Altonum, but never really thought about you know the light and the fact that if it's a bad evening or bad weather, um, yeah, it's going to be dark quite early. So. All part of the pressure cooker that you seem to be in at the moment, doesn't it? Well, so.
5: yeah, I, I just think it's a, it's a weird way to finish it. You know, it's sort of taking a bit of the shine off the old thing, you know what I mean? Win or lose, it's just like, it's like all been crammed in at the end. And St Dominic's the same, I feel for them. I mean, I I'd be, I went through the fixtures they had at the start of the season, and I'm thinking, why couldn't they have more fixtures at the start? Why were they so far behind? And it's the same for us last year, us and power last year. Mm. And I know there's different factors to in with referees and stuff like that, but some teams seem to have had massive gaps instead of like spreading it around a little bit. You know what I mean? But um, uh, it's difficult. I know fixturing things, but I just, uh, it's just something that we all can't sort of get our heads around. Is it all the clubs that are sort of concerned about it as far as you Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, Paul Peril have had it. I mean, they haven't this year that I don't know if it was a deliberate thing to get all their games played because the last couple of years I think they've had it the worst last year we obviously had it quite bad St Dominic had it bad this year I mean um, St Morgan um, this is why we've had to go back to the 6th to play that game because they've got games midweek and, and mm. Saturdays right up to the 6th you know so there's it, it, and it does it does affect you because you know there's a lot of I. Um, leagues now finished you know so then you've got players now want to Carry on playing, so they'll come and play for the sides in this league and stuff like that, you know. And it it affects you quite a bit, you know. So, I mean, I know that you know that's all part of the part of the thing, but it just it just it needs something. I don't know. Mm. It's hard to explain, really, but that's that's all managers feel the same as that. I know they do.
1: Uh, right. Well, perhaps something to, to take up with the with the league during the summer. But um, I mean, for anyone who doesn't know, the situation is, uh, this is after Sir Dominic. Uh, beat Milbrook midweek. Your top played 22, 57 points. St Dominic second, a game, uh, played a game less, 21 on 53 points. So as you said, you've got two games left. If you win them both, that's it. You're champions again. You yeah. can't afford to slip up though, can you? Because St Dominic, um, they would, uh, well, they're on a good run of form as well. So it, it, it really is down to the wire, isn't it? And uh, yeah. th- are you seeing any pressure on the players? Probably not I suppose, because they haven't right. played for so long,
5: have they? <laughs> well, no, they're, they're relaxed, it's a bit like last year, you know, I mean, we, we've got a good spirit, we, we do the same I mean, we've, we've actually bought in, I mean we lost, as, as we've said, last year seven um, match day of, of the 14 that we normally take, you know, we lost seven of them um, we've bought in a few others, we've got some youngsters in and stuff like, and they've all come in and, and what we do is, when players come in, I sort of tell them how we do things, how, you know, we do things as a team, and all that sort of thing. And and they settle in, you know, anyone who doesn't, we don't have any big time Charlies, anyone who doesn't, you know, we don't keep them, <laughs> you know, they've got to be part of the team and and that's what's happened, you know? And so it, it sort of goes on like that and, and they all fairly relaxed, you know? Um, I mean, there's going to be no excuses if we don't do it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, regardless of what I've just said, there's no excuses if we don't do it, you know, it'd be congratulations to Dominic and, you know they deserve it on the run they've been on a bit like we did last year but um, we don't actually we haven't really got hit it until we we turn up for Alton and I'll be able to see if there's any pressure but we're pretty good at, at calming ourselves down especially I mean we were behind probably six or seven of that eleven game run last year at half time and we we sort of sit down, we calm down, and we, and we just run through things where we go wrong. We don't show up ball. We just sort of run through things, and, and then we settle it down. You know, I think the pressure comes sometimes when players think they're letting people down, like the manager and all this. Well, I don't let them think like that. Mm-hmm. You know, how can you? You know, if they're putting in maximum effort and all that, how can they be letting anyone down? Sometimes you get beat by the better side. I mean, Gunners Lake was a good example. You know, the effort and attitude was there, but we just got beat by the better side on the day. So, there's nothing you can... There's no point in shouting the ball in at them. You're going to get beat now and then, you know? So, that, that they know that. They know that, you know, I'm proud of them, whatever they do, whatever they've done. Um, as long as they give me everything on the pitch, if it doesn't go away, it doesn't go away, you know? Mm,
1: can't ask for any more, can you? So uh, Exactly. Now, you've you scored 101 league goals so far. Um, last season, it was Henry Bunning who was your top scorer. This time, it's Joe Priest. So, uh um, how special is Joe?
5: He's, what, 36 goals, I think, he's got? Um, how special is he to your side? Well, he was midfield last year. I mean, he was actually midfield. He, he didn't do a lot of youth football, to be honest. Um, and he came to us because he's friends with um, a lot of the lads, you know, some of the lads that are in the side. And he, he was midfielder last year. Um, but he, he he's so, so good in around the penalty area. And he's got such technical ability it's untrue and he works hard as well. And and to be honest with you, I was going to go two up top with Lee Hawkins and Henry this year, but obviously Lee left. So I had to make a decision and I I just thought, well, let's, let's give Joe a try up there and that's probably the best thing that I've done. He just does, I mean, just he, could by have, fluke. he could be double that. He could be double that. I mean, his, his finishing is sometimes excellent, but sometimes, you know, as in this league, you see it is, I mean, both him and Henry could be double the amount of goals they want they just and that's not a criticism because it's it's actually a you know, praise them a bit because they get themselves in that position. They work those positions, the pair of them, and they're working really, really well together. Um and it's very, very difficult to put anyone else there. You know, I've got a couple of youngsters now who are really, really good. I mean one of them's um Deacon Thompson, who's Reese Thompson's younger brother, um Dan Alford. Really, really good players. But it's very difficult to split up Henry and Joe because they just keep scoring, you know, and it's not just it's not just the goals. Like I said, it's it's the work rate. I mean, Henry actually probably had a better season for us this year than last year um with his work rate. it's just it's just unbelievable if he if he doesn't score, he just keeps going. He doesn't moan or anything like that. He'll have a, he'll have a moment or two at the end of the game where he, he has a little think to himself, but that's fine. And then you've got Joe as well. He's another one. They, they track back, they run, they work. They, they don't just wait up top for goals. You know, they make the runs, all that sort of thing, and, and the pair of them have been absolutely brilliant. I mean, obviously, Joe has been the one putting in most of the goals. I mean, I can't, I've lost count of... He's actually getting disappointed now if you don't get an act-trick. <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah,
5: if, I off, if, I, if I substitute him, you know, to give someone else a little crack up top, now he's on two goals, he, he's got a face like thunder. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, They all love scoring goals, Kev. That's what it but, is. Yeah, so. he, he, I mean, he was a midfielder and he's gone up there and, and he's loved it, absolutely loved it. And there's been a couple of times this season where I've had to push him back in the midfield because, you know, we've had players missing and that. And... He ain't been happy, but he does it. He doesn't doesn't argue or moan or anything like that. And and you know, that's that's the key to this team, I think. You know, there's no there's no arguments, there's no moaning and stuff. It, it, it just it just works, and that's what we're trying to do when we bring in new players. You know, everybody's got to sort of work into the system, and if they don't, you know, if they want to rebel or you know what I mean, if they want to kick a, kick back against the way we do things as a team, then we're not the team for them.
1: You're right. Now, so Saturday, St. Dominic, they play all to none I mean, it's it's strange, isn't it? all to none have got a, a big say in what happens, really. Yeah, St. Dominic yeah. at home against Alter Saturday.
5: Yeah.
1: Are you going to be interested, or how interested are you going to be in finding out the result?
5: Well, of course I'm interested. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, I didn't know the result to um, St. Dominic's till this morning. I, I I didn't even think about it last night, to be honest. Did you not? Surely. No, no, I I didn't realise. You are so cool, aren't you? (laughs) No, I didn't realise they were playing, to be honest. I'm I'm concentrate on myself because I actually think that St Dominic will win all their games. So yes, of course, you know, if I remember, I'll I'll have a look. I mean, I went out and watched them against St Morgan um, because we had a spare thing. It was a nice day and I I had a job out in Car Green. So I thought I'd swing around and I watched them and, and, very nearly, you know, it very nearly went our way. But, um, St. Morgan ended up with a few dodgy sim bins. But, <laughs> <he got laughs> less um, but you know, I, I might go and watch them. You know, if, if I'm free, I might go and watch them. And it's, it's, it's just, yeah, of course, I'm interested in what they do. And, and if they do drop points, I mean, with our goal difference, I think a draw, if they draw, then we could get away with one win mm. because there's no way they're going to catch our goal difference. So, um, yeah, I think a draw and, and one, one win out of the last two games would do us. Because, you know, let's say we're end on the same points, but our goal difference is, is huge. If you do win the
1: league this season, is it going to seem better than last season or completely yeah. different or, or what?
5: Yeah, well, I mean, we weren't expecting to win it last year. I mean, we came from nowhere to win it last year, as you know. Um, we just had a team, a team at Gerald and, and we won it. Um and this season, obviously, we're losing the players. We weren't, I think even you said, you know, I joked I, I about it before. You said that Dominic were your favourites. And a few others I said it at the time because because we, we lost a few players and stuff like that. Um, and I, I honestly thought to myself, you know, it's going to be very difficult, but we'll give it a go. Uh, but the way they've played, we've played much better football. The attitude's been superb, you know, I mean, it's... We've only lost. We've actually got a better record. We've only lost two games. I know it says three, but there's that one we had to forfeit. Um, we haven't drawn any, so we've actually dropped on the pitch less points. You know, and we scored, I mean, we scored 101 goals, but no, no line they. We could have we could have doubled that amount of chance they created. They just they're just relentless, and they just like I don't even have to tell them now the positions and stuff like that. they know exactly what they've got to do. They go out and we instead of like. Running through tactics and stuff like that, we just sort of get them, get the mindset right because they know exactly what they need to do. And even the ones that come in, you know, when players are missing and we we, we bring players in, you know, different positions, they know exactly what they got to do. We do all that in training, hmm. so that Saturday, we just we're just ready to go. And and yeah, it's I think it's a much bigger achievement this season if we do do it. I mean, even if we come second, I mean, it's a a really good title defence. You know, yeah, if that, yeah, that's true because we've had to bring in players um, and we changed the system completely. Um, You know, we've had to move players around, as I said with Joe. I mean, that was an experiment which obviously worked out. I mean, there's been a couple of other little experiments throughout the side that have worked out. You know, it's not just about those two. I mean, they work hard, but I mean, our two wingers, George and Kieran Owen, absolutely unbelievable. Then you've got Scott Waterfall coming through from midfield. I mean, when we attack, we attack in numbers, you know? And, but, the good thing is they all get back together you know they defend from the front and there's no when we let in a goal the defense, the attack don't have a go at the defence and if the attack missed the defence don't have a go at them and all that sort of thing. there's none of that you know it's, it's it's just the team spirit and that's what we've been trying to get keep going now and we want to keep it going I mean next year we'll probably have a different side again um, we've got we've just signed four, five 16 year olds right. for next year You know, because there's a few lads that will be leaving and going. They're actually moving up to Manchester, Um, so I'm not sure what side we'll have next year. Um, But you know, again next year, if 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 we go again, we'll probably go thinking, "Look, let's do what we can," and it might, I think, they'll surprise us again. But yeah, this season has been unbelievable. It's been a a massive season. You know the way they've played, and I'm pretty sure. most of my team will get offers in the summer from higher leagues. Right.
1: Well, we'll see what happens in uh, by what a couple of weeks time. Your, your last, well, the last game that could have a, a say is, is on Wednesday, the tenth of May. Um, but I would imagine you'll be uh, happy that the quicker it all sorts itself out, the better for yeah. you and the players' yeah.
5: nerves, isn't what, it? Oh, you know, it's just when it finished, we just want to get there. It's just, it's just been sort of elongated, and it's, it's. it's so frustrating. We should have finished ours now and seen where we are. But now we, we we're going to end up finishing behind Saint Dominic again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's good for for us neutrals, Kev. Think of it that way. Yeah. So
5: <laughs> not good for your nerves, but it's good for us. So anyway, yeah. I mean, I, I, in fairness to Saint Dominic, I mean, you know, they have been our rivals for two years now. But I have to say, you know, fair play to them. They've 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 been brilliant this season. They've got the two cup finals as well. I mean, we didn't. Yeah go for the cups but you know they did and they've managed all those games um and still stayed in this tires and still could win it you know um so fair play to them they've been awesome as well so you know that i think in a couple of seasons before these two the last few seasons when somebody won this title it was won with, with quite a few games to go but this has been the tight, you know the closest it's been for the last couple of years so you know, it's, it's frustrating as it can be watching them keep winning. You've got to hand it to them. <laughs> and <laughs> right. I, do wish, I do wish them well in both cup finals. I'd like to see East win, an East team win. Right. Finals, so.
1: Okay, well, thanks for that, Kev. Um, keep those nerves, uh, you know, as under control as you can and uh, we'll see what happens.
5: All right. Okay. Thank you, Dave.
0: Great interview, Diggs. I mean, Kev puts it all into perspective, doesn't he, really, mate? He's a pretty wise football man. Anyway, um, top bloke, really, Diggs, you know, to play for, I reckon, I would imagine, mate, wouldn't you? For any of his players, you know, I could imagine they'd love playing for Kev. Two cracking seasons from Borough, really, Diggs, isn't it? The last two seasons. What? I mean, whatever happens, you know, good question from you as well, Dicks. You know, I, I think, You know, if Kev can go on and retain the title, it'd probably be even sweeter for him than last season's win, mate, wouldn't it, really? Mm. To to achieve that, you know, having to sort of rebuild his team a bit as well. And, uh, you know, like Fergie used to do, you know, get rid of a few, you know, bring a few in, still win the league and those were the days mate but um <laughs> but, yeah great <laughs> great achievement though dick you? you know you know to you know he's old isn't it mate after you've won a league to sort of go out and sort of you know win it again mate is i don't a, know. You know, I don't,
1: I don't know rapper I've never done it so <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah <laughs> Sorry, Diggs, but yeah, one a few cups, mate. I mean, one a few cups, but but um, yeah, it is, it, it's difficult, Dix. Everyone wants to beat you, don't they? And, you know, for Kev to have that good a season again and like the complete contrast to last season, Diggs, isn't it? Where they, they were sort of chasing, weren't they, last mm. season and did it? You know, it's, it's a, you know they've been up there all this season with the points in the bank and St. Dominic are doing the chasing, isn't they? So, But, uh, but no, whatever happens, mate. You know, I, I think, you know, like Kev alluded too, mate, it, it'll be an even better season if they can do it this year. But, but you know, whatever happens, digs well done to Kev again. And, and good luck to Kev and Simon, really. Dicks. whoever wins that league out of those two, mate, will, will, will definitely be a deserved champion, mate, will not they, I think?
1: Yeah, that's right. and Yeah, we mustn't forget to dominate in the sense that they're already into yeah. two finals as well, aren't they? So, uh, yeah.
0: you know, great season
1: runners-up in the league, possibly in two final two finals you yeah. can't complain about that can you so um yeah simon would have t- took that mate
0: wouldn't he he would have took that in august thanks wouldn't he for
1: sure yeah, that's right so just yeah. to recap uh saturday it's a crucial game st dominic home to ultra Nun. and then on tuesday ultra None play saltash borough uh whilst uh, st dominic are away at synostal and then if it does require more games to be considered um, Saturday week, Sodashborough away to St. Morgan. And then on the 10th of May, midweek after that, St. Dominic home to Gunnis Lake. So um, could it go... Well, it's not going to go all the way, I suppose. If if Ashborough win both their games, that's it. You know, that last that very last yeah. game of the season doesn't really matter. But, um, yeah, interesting end to the season in that league, isn't it? In that division. So... Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, brilliant, bigs. A lot of a lot of big games left, actually, bigs. And then, uh, you know, the ones you've reeled off there, mate. All sort of top sides, are not they? Playing yeah.
1: some big games left Yeah, yeah. that's right. And uh, yeah. well, whilst we mentioned your birthday, um, <laughs> we must congratulate Kev. Um, a little bit younger than you, though, Rapper, isn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, Dix. I'd, I'd like to be 50 again, Dix. <laughs> Wouldn't we yeah. all? Wouldn't we all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, happy,
0: happy birthday for Kevin.
1: And uh, I'm going to apologise to Kev already because he did suggest I'm a bit of a jinx because every time um you know people come on the podcast they lose the game after that so i do apologize in advance um well the good thing is i suppose they're not actually playing on saturday are they so they can't lose saturday so that's a good thing so yeah, uh, yeah. that's, that's so. Have
0: kept the cap to come on really Dick, sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah he's risking it he's risking it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: right um in the uh, in the West, yeah, obviously Truist City have wrapped that league up. Uh, Mosel look as if they're going to be second place, don't they?
0: Yeah, I think so. Diggs after the other night, mate, didn't they? That 2-0 win over Ale, Diggs, wasn't it? On, uh, was it, Tuesday night, Diggs? I think, um, yeah, I think they've sort of uh, claimed the runners-up spot with that, mate. And they surely Edney, mate. Their sort of recent sign-in from Falmouth, Diggs, wasn't it, for Mosel? And... Uh, and Ned Simon sticks with with the goals there, Diggs. So, yeah, great season for the club, really, mate, isn't it? For Magsville as well. Yeah, As a club, true. isn't it?
1: Yeah. Land, what are these, yeah. These clubs are greedy, aren't they? They should share it around a bit with some other clubs. Goodness me. Yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly, mate. Yeah, the Toros and the... The Mosels, mate, you know, they're just gobbling up all the
1: trophies, sticks, aren't they? <laughs> That's right. So, uh, yeah, so in the West, it's, uh, as you said, true have obviously won it, 61 points. Mosel, at the moment, second in 54 points. St. Day um, have also got a game left, like Mosel have. They're on 51 points. So, uh, I suppose, mathematically, it would take a heck of a turnover for St. Day to, to become, uh, to overtake yeah. Mosel, wouldn't it? So, um so St. Day, St. Day are playing Wendron on Saturday, and uh, Mayo are away to Paranwell. So, uh, oh, one of your favourite teams. Ooh. So uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, not the easiest game, mate. But is it? No.
1: Um, yeah. And um, yeah. Cornwall Intermediate Cup um, semi-finals played a Luggan beat yeah. Redruth United four-one. Not quite as. Uh, as convincing as the score lines would suggest, although lugging were the better, better side, but um I'll tell you what. Why yeah. why does Tom Hogarth have to shout so loud as he does?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah Tom's got a pretty loud voice does
1: he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and Barry Carter I love him to bits but he would really annoy me with his time wasting tactics as well. Sorry, I have got to say it. I'll probably get slagged off by the Luggan lads but um but yeah, you know, he, oh, I don't know. I don't know. So <laughs> see,
0: see Barry got over his penalty miss mate, oh, yeah. didn't he? Boys?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No no yeah. no messing about this one. It was uh, smashed at the goal and uh, well, good job the uh, Redruth keeper wasn't behind it, is all I can say. But um, yeah. Yeah. Not in doubt. Not in doubt at all. He doesn't no, miss many, know. does he? I know that uh, he missed one against. No, um, yeah,
0: he's out of character, mate, isn't it? For, for old bars, mate, to miss the penalty, isn't it? Like you said, Dix, he usually sort of takes the takes net with him, doesn't he, when he takes his pen. <laughs> yeah. That's stretch, stretch, yeah. So yeah. that
1: so that Cornwall Intermediate Cup final is obviously a repeat of last Saturday's League Cup semi-final, isn't it? When a uh, when Luggan lost 1-0 against St Dominic, uh, they meet again.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. That'll be interesting, mate. I wonder if a uh, Luggan will get a bit of revenge for that one, mate, or St Dominic or. Will- well, they deserve a trophy, you know, they certainly deserve a trophy, mate, don't they? You know, well, could be getting a treble. Some Dominic thinks they, they could end up with a treble or nothing, mate, couldn't they? Oh, don't say that. So, yeah. I know, yeah. Yeah, sorry, Simon. You don't want to hear that. Mate. I'm
1: sure they I'm sure they'll win something. Yeah. they'll yeah. win. Yeah, sporting team of the season. That's you know. You, you, yeah. yeah, you know you, you you've lost out on everything if you end up with the sporting yeah. team of the season, don't you? So
0: never wanted that one. Diggs, did no, you? that's right.
1: That's right. <laughs> anyway, that that final against uh in the Cornwall Intermediate Cup. I think that's been announced today that it's being played at Waybridge. So. Um,
0: Oh, nice
1: venue mate, nice venue for a final Yeah, yeah. so there mm. we go You can subscribe to the Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix podcast Search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football Let's very quickly, uh, well let's hear your thoughts Rappo On the Women's yeah. Cornwall Cup final last Friday We were both there weren't we? It finished yeah. Liskeye 3, Helston 2, Helston 2 up
0: Yeah, really enjoyed it, Dix. Yeah, sort of Alston got off to a fantastic start, made two good goals as well, Dix, wasn't it? You you know, I mean, the first goal, Dix, you know, great little ball up to the striker, flick on, you know, late run from the sort of midfield sort of girl, mate, and you know, she got on the end of it. Good first touch and good finish takes mate. You wouldn't see a better goal anywhere, mate, would you? No, really? No, that's quality not. quality goal to, and you know, good individual goal for the second. Elston were flying, mate, wouldn't they? Come out of the traps, sort of you know, I know Liscott was sort of slight favourites for the game, mate, and but Alston really took the game to mate, didn't they? But Liscott did sort of gradually get back into it digs didn't they and and probably ran out sort of deserved winners in the end mate i I think don't you mate yeah uh,
1: yeah i think so um um, well it it was i mean as you said helston were firing on all guns blazing wasn't it in the first half hour and they 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 were two up after 27 minutes um anyone who's timing it uh and those goals just for the record coming from liz o'reilly uh, after what 9 minutes so they had a great start yeah. Katie Barker was the scorer of their second goal um so they had the the opening share of the match didn't they and i think they had the uh, the you know at the very end of the game they were on top you know going for that equalizer but uh, as you said Liscard though came back um well as we all thought they might do once they got that first goal wasn't it Chloe Williams was the scorer yeah. of that first goal 32 minutes and then um mm. Gabby Alphus uh, leveled the score. No, she looked... Uh, uh, she, she's a girl, I think, that was at Plymouth Argyle, wasn't she? As Sam yeah. mentioned the week before when he was on the podcast. Uh, um, yeah, she popped up to, to equalise. And I think... Um, that's when the tie really turned wasn't it I, I think that, that first yeah. goal from Chloe you know it, it turned on that one but uh, when they equalised I, I couldn't see anyone but Liscard winning it to be honest
0: no great great winner as well wasn't it Diggs you know the the actual winner is sort of 30, well 30 yarder Diggs wasn't it sort of
1: yeah you know. Charlie Pettinger yeah. with that one so uh, um, it, yeah. well it was a, it was a goal worthy of being the winner wasn't it I suppose
0: yeah, it was, Diggs. Yeah, yeah. That goal would have been, yeah, worthy of winning any cup final, mate. But great, great to see a good sort of crowd there, mate, on a, on a nice evening, Digs, wasn't it? Really, was it four hundred? What did Clare say, mate? Four hundred and twenty-three. Yeah,
1: that rings a bell. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, fantastic, that, mate. I mean, br- great to see, and you know, sort of a bit of a who's who of Cornish football there, Digs, as well, weren't there? You know, the, you know, there's a few. You know, good good to see a lot of people supporting the the women's game. I, I was impressed, Dicks. I don't know about you, mate. I, you know, I've I've got a definitely. You know, it's definitely I've got to watch some more women's football next season, Dicks. I think that's the that's one of me sort of. Uh, you know, it's on it's on me list to do, Dicks. I've got a you know, there's a few Sundays, mate. I've been sort of a bit of a couch potato watching the Premiership game at two o'clock, Digs. where I, I could be out watching a decent women's game, really, can I? Really, mm-hmm. mate. A bit of fresh air. So, I'll do that a bit more next season, I think, Diggs, definitely. I was impressed, mate. Some of the girls, mate, you know, cracking footballers, mate, weren't they? Cracking footballers, Diggs.
1: Turning away from uh, that cut final, Liscard were quickly back in Southwest Regional Premier Division action when uh, they had to make the long trip to Warminster Town on Sunday. Probably unsurprisingly after their exertions of Friday night, Liscard were not on top form and succumbed to a 2-0 defeat. This Sunday they will be welcoming Sherborne Town to Lux Park in the Premier Division, whilst in the final Western Division fixture of the season, Sodash United are at home to Champions Marine Academy Plymouth. In the women's national league, Sinalstall lost 4-2 at home to Moneyfields on Sunday with Caitlin Harris and Tegan Richmond. Scoring for St They're back on the road next away to Portishead Town. There were also two Cornwall Women's League Division 2 fixtures on Sunday. The shock of the day came at Ennis Park as St Agnes went down 3-1 at home to Penryn. St Agnes had previously lost only once all season and had been expected to wrap up the title needing only a draw. Instead, goals from Bethany Churchill, Chantelle Ebanks and Kelly McKay for Penryn means that St Agnes' Champagne will have to stay on ice for a further week. In the other Division 2 game, Lodgvin and Dropship drew 1-1 with Tyler Gardner scoring for Lodgvin and Lydia Angove for Dropship. This weekend, it's semi-finals day in the Cornwall Women's League. In the League Cup, Helston welcome neighbours Code Rose to Callaway Park, whilst Bodmin travel to Foxhall. And in the Supplementary Cup, Dropship host Mosel and Sordash Borough are away at Padstow. Finally, there's also three Division 2 games, with Lodgfin at home to St Agnes, Callington away at Penryn and Redruth hosting Wade Bridge. Yep, thanks to Gary Hawking in there, providing the uh, the rest of the information on the women's scene at the moment. Um, he's called Premier League. Um, this is probably going to be the league that isn't decided until the very... Well, the, the latest league to be decided, I I think. Yeah. Um, it, it's looking as if it's Foxhall's league to lose, but um, until it actually happens, yeah. um, well, who knows? Um, results that have... Uh, taken place in the last week or so well we had um, North Pedowin yeah they actually North Pedowin uh, they probably we, we suggested that was the top game of last Saturday and uh, proved to be in the sense that Newlyn East uh, it was the top two wasn't it they drew one all so yeah. uh, um, that'll be a bit of an upset for North Pedowin who in theory Foxhall got so many games at hand that they should yeah. they shouldn't really have any problem winning this league should they but um, well as we know, football can be a little bit um, funny yeah. at times, can't it? So, uh, Fox are away. We haven't said
2: it yet. I think. No, we haven't we said, have it said it yet. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't going to
1: say it, actually. I thought we have no. a week of not saying it. So Yeah,
2: uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Saturday, um, Fox are away to St. Denis. And then um, on Monday, Bank Holiday Monday, they're home at uh, uh, also against St. Denis. So, uh, um they play them yeah. twice in a couple of days. That's a one thirty kickoff on Monday for some reason, which seemed a bit strange oh. time to me. But um, um, yeah, so that's Monday, and then they're playing again on Wednesday. They're home to St Stephen on Wednesday. So uh, um, busy schedule, but it was always going to be the case with so many games to catch up, wasn't it? So uh, things will be a little yeah. bit things are be a little bit clearer this time next week, I think, Rappu, whether Foxall can do it or not. Don't you
0: think? Yeah. Yeah, I watched that game on Saturday actually, Dick. So I did that eleven o'clock kickoff at Saint Stephen, mate. Oh so yeah, that was um, that. what was that? That was five yeah,
1: two, so. wasn't it?
0: Yeah, St. Stephen ended up beating Lou 5-2, mate. Uh, to be fair, mate, Lou looked the better footballing team to start off with, but, but St. Stephen sort of scored some cracking goals, Diggs. One of the ones, mate, the left winger cut in, cut, well, cut in from the left, obviously, Diggs, and, and hit one with his right foot, mate, and it clipped the, well, it went right in the top corner, Deeks clipped the ball on the way in. You <laughs> wouldn't see a better goal all weekend anywhere in the country, Deeks. So, Yeah. Bet, yeah, better than
1: good. Callum McConys at uh, down there at Maisel, or similar. I would imagine.
0: Very similar, Diggs. Yeah, very. Yeah, from yeah, really similar from from Macca's, mate. Only on the other side, if you know what I mean, Digs. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, very similar strikes, mate. Yeah. But I suppose if you if you weigh it all up, mate, in the importance of the game and that, mate, you've got to go for Mac- Macca's, Digs, don't you? I
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's right. Were there yeah, were there two yeah. own goals in that game, Stephen? Game?
0: Yeah, sort of, Diggs, Yeah, it was hard to see, mate, because uh, I did my usual sitting in the car, but Digs eating me sausage roll, was <laughs> that because it was a bit it it wasn't raining as such, Diggs, It was it was that misty stuff, mate. Hmm. It was enough. It was enough not to get out the core, if you know what I mean. But and I had a good view anyway. I mean, well done to St Stephen for what they've done up there. digs. so uh, you know, it's all yellow and black, mate. The, you know, painted painted the stand up there, mate. Lovely, lovely new sort of yellow box nets, mate. And pitch looked in really good, Nick. I thought I know they've done some work there, mate, haven't they? Mm. But St Stephen on the pitch. So yeah, congratulations to them, Diggs. You know, brilliant to see clubs improving themselves, isn't it, mate? But uh, but yeah. Um, Sorry, Diggs, what was your question? Own goals, wasn't it, mate? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, the first one looked at... I mean, it's a great cross in, mate, from, from wow, that lad we were talking about. Actually, Diggs, I think that's his name. I should have. Uh, the left winger, he was, he was good, mate, for St Stephen, the lad that scored that goal. He put a lovely cross in for the first goal as well. And the, the striker sort of slid in and looked like it come off someone. But yeah, there, there was a big own goal, mate. Um, Someone knocked in across, cross and one of the lads sort of sliced it in, trying to clear... And, and a couple of penalties as well, Deeks, there was. Oh, really? Um Experienced ref, mate. You know, Jack Rosenfeld, Deeks. You know, Jack? Yeah, yeah Jack was there refing. Good to see him, mate. I was going to go and say hello, but um, I did see him the week before at Sticker, so, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I couldn't, couldn't quite make it out of my car. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mate. But, uh, no, he had a good game, man. I, th- I thought the penalties were penalties, to be fair. So, um, I, think, I think Lou went too happy with one of them. But just shows you how difficult it is to referee, doesn't it, Diggs, really? You know, like an experienced ref like Jack, mate, still out there running around, looking fit. It's good to see, mate, and such a difficult job, isn't it? But, but, yeah, quite enjoyed it, really. Diggs, it was a nice little appetiser for... For the afternoon, South Western League match with Bournemouth, Diggs. but yeah, enjoyed it, mate. Nice to see a bit of East Cornwall League football, mate. Yeah, and
1: what did you think about Lou? Because they've had a, they've done a lot better, I think, this season.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah all right, Diggs, I thought, mate, I, I oh, sorry, mate. I've, I've got Polly jumping up on can, me again, mate. I can mate. tell you've
1: been distracted by yeah, something. So yes. Yeah,
0: sure, yeah good girl yeah I thought she was going to knock all my papers on the floor again Dick, yeah, so yeah. she did the other week but, and
1: um, P- Polly is yeah. a cat isn't it before we yeah yeah start, that's yeah. my girl
0: cat mate yeah yeah, yeah, right. yeah she's a bit of a daddy's girl mate She, she's just pushed the door open mate I think she heard me voice because <laughs> so. I I, I'm only her on my own deep, so it freaked me out for a little bit for a minute
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway back, back back to telling me yeah, what the room like
0: <laughs> but, yeah yeah she's walked out mate I'm impressed so uh, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, they were good. She's bored already. Yeah, she is, mate. Yeah, I, I do that to people. They I? <laughs> I do do that. <laughs> but um yeah, no, I thought they were good. They played some nice football, actually, mate. You know, they knocked it around. They had some good young players there, mate. So I think they're a club that can look for because they've sort of they were down the bottom, digs, aren't they? And I noticed they're up to tenth now, aren't they, in the league? Mm. They've done done quite well, have not they? So, so yeah. Yeah, I think Luke put on Twitter, mate, didn't he, about you know, obviously he knows a lot more about East Cornwall League than me and I think he put um they got some good young players, deeks and that, didn't he? So Yeah. So if- yeah, yeah, I was quite impressed really with the game.
1: Yeah, in fact, Lou, I, I was going to say, Lou were um, bottom last season. This is of the, the teams that completed the season. Yeah. They were bottom, since so Stephen were next to bottom. So, uh, so both yeah, sides, yeah, both perfect. sides, uh, you know, have improved and that's all you can ask for yeah. at the end of the day, isn't it? So, uh, Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it certainly didn't look like, a, you know, two bottom teams, mate, from the season before, mate. Yeah, it looked like a, you know, I have seen an awful lot of these. You know, I've watched Foxtor a few times, six, you know, I've got, got a bit of a sauce for Foxville as a club, dig. but but yeah, I mean, and obviously they, you know, they're the top, probably top, you know, going to win the league, but um, but it, yeah, it looked like a sort of mid mid table game, Dicks looked, looked like two decent sides, mate. It was a good game of football, mate. Good game of football, wasn't it? Right. Yeah.
1: No. So games coming up Saturday, uh, as we mentioned, Foxville away to St Dennis, um, and uh, well, up around the top of the table, St Newland East are home to Newquay Academy. Uh, Liscard are, are home to St Teth. Um, Liscard I think, have, have still got hopes of getting into the Peninsula League, haven't they? Um, yeah, I
0: think they, uh, they've applied,
1: haven't they? Oh, they've hang on, no, them. is it Peninsula or St Piran League?
0: Oh St Piran, yeah, yeah Sorry, St, Pyrin, St. Pyrin, yeah, yeah,
1: not Peninsula. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. They've got hopes of getting into the St Pyrin. Um What they've got yeah. to do, they've got to finish in the top five to have a chance.
0: Yeah, I think you're right, Diggs. Yeah, you you usually are, mate. So they're fifth
1: um, at the moment. So they're home to St. Teth on Saturday and they should win that one. Um, If they don't win that one, they don't deserve to go up, do they? No,
0: true mate. (laughs) True mate, yeah.
1: Right, North (laughs) Pellewin, they're in action. They're away to St. Colum. Well, St. Colum have dropped down the table a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. In fact, there's not a lot of points in the top nine in that division. There's... Um, yeah. You know, St. Blazier on forty three in ninth place, and then you've got sort of four positions higher. guard are only three points ahead of them, so yeah. uh, it could all change. It's a bit
0: of a split, isn't yeah. it? The, the table, mate. Is is a bit of a a, a two a two table split, isn't it? Really, yeah. where, like you've got the top nine, mate, and then you sort of got the the bottom seven, haven't you, mate? There's a big old gap between the two. Yeah, isn't there, was it? Yeah, a little bit, but. Yeah, interestingly, yeah. To look
1: at then, of course, Sunday, uh, down there at Port 11, three o'clock yeah. kickoff is the Evely Cup final, uh, pending Rovers against Torpoint. Now, obviously, this is between the winners of the Combination League Cup and the winners of the East Cornwall Premier League Cup, and uh, they take in turns having it at um, venues of each respective league. This year, it's at Port 11. It's pending in the final for the very first time against Torpoint Thirds, who have won it twice in the last, uh, well, eight or nine years. They've won it twice, uh, been in the yeah. final twice, won it both times. So, who's your money on, Rappo?
0: Oh, Christy, Dix. Uh, I mean, we watched, we watched your point, Dicks, didn't we, at Blazy in the East Cornwall final? And. I was quite impressed, mate, when you, especially with the the centre. Was it Zach Pierce, Dick's that centre? Yeah, uh, center
2: yeah,
0: up? yeah, yeah. Man up, great player, and they they look looked a like good young side, Dick's, didn't they? You know, sort of looked like they had a few, a few goals in them going forward, and yeah, it'd be a tough game, I think, mate. Not not really seen Pendine uh, this season. I'm not seen a lot of combo really, Dick. So,
2: yeah.
0: but you know, I follow. I do pop you know, I do follow Pendine. Obviously, you've spoke to Sean a couple of times, mate. I and... Yeah, I do, I do like them, mate. They, they look they look capable, Deeks, don't they? If, um, I, I'm going to go Deeks because it's at Gallup Park, where where Pendine beat more and 7-1, mate, didn't they? Mm. In the combo. Sean <laughs> seemed to like that ground. He said it suited his sort of quick team, didn't it? Suited Pendine. Uh, I'll go... I'll go pending to, to Nick it Diggs. Might be extra time, mate, even. Yeah, I, I, I thought, wouldn't
1: be surprised like, if, yeah. if there is extra time, no. to be honest. so
0: No, I wouldn't, mate, because Torpoint are a good side, mate. Good side, but, um, yeah.
1: Both teams playing yeah. yellow, don't they?
0: Yeah, I was just going to say that, mate. I wonder who's going to change, or, or will, will both change, mate? Who's going to have the own dressing room? Mm. Any favours, there, mate, for the West team? What? Or mate? <laughs> Is there any favourite?
1: I, I, I would have thought the West team will have the home change room, won't they? Yeah,
0: I, I suppose technically they are the only team. Home, digs, aren't they? They? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how it works, mate. But yeah, two good teams, mate. Two. Yeah, I don't know, mate. I don't know really, mate. <laughs> it, wait,
2: <laughs>
1: now, yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen to the Evening Cup once this season is over, because obviously no. we've got this restructuring. So presumably. Well, it, it's obviously not going to be... If it does still survive, it won't be the same format in the sense that it won't be the combination against East Cornwall Col- Premier. No. It, it, I suppose it could be St. Piran Division 1 West against Division 1 East. I don't know, but... Um, yeah, yeah,
0: but, you could do that. At can couldn't you? You could still... Yeah, that would, that would, that would, that would work, mate, wouldn't
1: it? Yeah, that would work. I guess so. But at the moment, um, if I counted up correctly earlier... It's been played on fifty-five uh, occasions and oh, yeah. the combination league of one thirty and the East Cornwall oh, Premier right. is one twenty-five. So um
0: I'm pretty close then, mate. Pretty close. Yes.
1: Three seasons yeah. it hasn't been played for. Um two was COVID. And the other one was when Truro City couldn't raise a team. So,
0: uh, uh. (laughs) that's hard to believe, mate. What year was that?
1: Uh, Oh, that was. um, I I can't remember now, but um, yeah, it was. They, I think they were. um, Who were they due to play? Let's. um, Let let me tell you. a moment. Hang on a sec. You Couldn't raise a team for a cup (laughs) final. Yeah,
0: hang on, hang on. Especially Truro City,
1: mate.
0: You know, plenty of players. So I
1: know what I thought, wouldn't they would have thought would they Can't believe it <laughs> yeah they couldn't raise a, it was uh, 2008 um it wasn't was contested it? it was supposed to be Truro City against Tamer side and um yeah. Truro couldn't raise a side that was wasn't that the yeah. stage where they had quite a good second team Truro? because obviously the first team had, had Started their run up through the leagues. Yeah, yeah. Um, True. Won the league cup that season. Who did they beat? Yeah, they beat Helston four-one in the final. Um, yeah. And in the league, let's have a look, see where they.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: They they won the league easily that season. They were top, hundred and two points. Second, well on eighty-seven points. So, Crikey.
0: Uh, yeah, so they would have done the treble, mate, if they played in that, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perhaps they were perhaps
1: they were out on tour somewhere. They might have been on Marbella or or um, Ibiza, somewhere like that. But um, Yeah. They did they didn't want to be greedy, mate, did they? No, that's
0: they very good.
1: No, that's very good yeah, they didn't most want- of them.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. So, so anyway, yeah, yeah that, that's that's uh, Sunday down there at Port three o'clock kickoff, Evely Cup final, Pendine Rovers against Torport Athletic third team. Um and uh, well, let's hope for a cracking
0: game. Yeah, sure it will be, Diggs. Yeah, I hope. Uh, may the best team win, mate. Yeah.
1: Someday. Well, that's what we always say: may yeah. the best team win. From the Southern League to the Trelawney, we've got you covered, Rappo. It's your roundup time.
0: Yeah. Oh, crushy. All oh, right, mate. Um, <laughs> I won't. I won't say it this week, Diggs. Let's come around quick. I won't. Say oh, it, you just but... said it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, buddy. yeah. Um, yeah, well, the combo, Diggs, is, well, is, is massive, isn't it, mate? On Saturday, I'll go straight to that game on Saturday, really, Diggs, before I even do the roundup, mate. Massive game, Diggs. Praise V. St. Just, mate. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I thought I was going to uh, preach it now, mate. But, yeah, well, it's basically, Diggs, it's all come down, really, to this, uh, this Saturday, mate. Weird, isn't it, mate? You know, after... Sort of what? What is it? A twenty-four game season is it in the combo, now, Diggs? You know, it's all, oh, it's all. You know, like we said, it's all come down to sort of one game. But, but it, but it is, mate. Um, we got uh, Praise hosting St. Just, mate. And if Praise win, Diggs, they're champions, mate. The champion. I don't know if you have got the league table in front of you, mate. Are you? Is but, that um, right?
1: Surely St. Just can catch yeah. them, can't they?
0: Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, you have a look at the league table, Diggs, because if Praise, I mean. As it stands, the praise are second, or 23 games, 52 points. St. Just or. Oh, sorry. Now, St. Just are actually
1: playing b- praise, aren't they, on Saturday?
0: Exactly, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 St. yeah. St. Just are 22 games, 51. So if praise win, mate, it will take them on to 55 yeah. points, and, and, some, and the tinners won't be able to catch them, mate. So, no, no. So, yeah, so it is it is a is a is a shoot it is a cup final really, Dixon? It? it is a massive, massive game. I mean, you know, after getting for promotion, after winning the sort of Trelawney Premier League last season, mate, praise. You know, they've 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 come up and done hell of a while, mate, aren't they, in the combo? Mm-hmm. And and could even win the combo, you know, two straight championships, which is, you know, well, unless you're Torah City back in the two thousand like you just mentioned, Dick, <laughs> you know, it, it does not happen very often, Dick, does it? It doesn't happen that very often. But but on the other token, Diggs, you know, I mean what an achievement for praise. But on the other hand, mate, if St Just win it, they're champions, mate, aren't they?
2: <laughs> as well. Yeah. So you
0: know, they'll be champions, aren't they? So, um and and the other scenario, Diggs. I, I've I have I have spent. I know I'm in a bit of a, you know. I've done three nights in a row, Diggs, and I'm in a bit of a haze here, mate. But but if it is a draw, mate, um, you would fancy Saint Just to go on and get the point they would need at home to Coldrose in their last game on Thursday night, Diggs, wouldn't you? Ooh, if it is a draw,
1: right? Okay. Yeah. well, Coldrose,
0: so, funny old team. You yeah. Never- yeah, you never know what they're turning up with, Diggs, do you? No, that's right. They're no, no mugs, mate. But, but, um, but yeah, basically, Diggs is, is a shoe tape, mate, isn't it? You know, if <laughs> praise win their champions, should Just win their champions, and I think the draw would probably suit the tinners, mate, wouldn't it? I think because they would only need a draw yeah. with their goal difference, Deeks. so yeah, but, um, but it's such a big game, mate, isn't it? That's a mm. big game. And I, and I've got to say, Diggs, good luck to our, uh, our lady referee, um, Anita Gibbons, mate, on Saturday, refereeing that one. Right. You know, it was a, it was a big game, innit? So good luck to Anita in the middle there. You know, good game to go to if anyone's at a loose end on Saturday, Diggs. That, that is
1: well wow. good game, innit, mate? Yeah. Uh, just looking to see how mm. they got on against each other earlier in the season. and so just won that one oh, f- yeah. 4 2 down at. Um, Lafraude there, yeah, um, and there was a red card on that occasion for the uh, the visitors, praise, Jack Mankey had a red card, oh, yeah. so um, so let's hope that doesn't happen again, but um, yeah, it, nice. isn't it great when you get these games right at the end of the season, and it's uh, almost like a cup tie yeah. sort of uh, situation, yeah. isn't it, cup final situation, so. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, after all
0: them games, you know, it's come down to that sort of last game, is not it, mate, it's... Yeah, unbelievable really, mate. But but um but yeah, I mean that well the the big game last Saturday, Dick's covering last Saturday, mate. Sorry, mate, Polly's just jumped up on me uh oh, desk she's back again. again. So,
1: What's she doing? Yeah, she's
0: back, mate. So, soaking wet as well, Diggs. So um, <laughs> <laughs> Good girl, good girl. Um trying to knock me papers out my hand, Diggs, if anyone can hear me struggling here, mate. Um the big game, the big game last Saturday, mate. Um well to be honest, mate, the only game um, it was at the Saltins digs, wasn't it? And we we said it would be a tight game, mate. And it, yeah, it was a right old battle of the, uh, the of the Saints, really, digs at the Saltins, um, which ended in a in a two two draw, mate. Um, Actually, Ellis mate, notching a brace for the Tinners as he as he's often done this season, mate. Um, but the noise replied through Andy Barry and Joe Day, um, and it got even more dramatic in midweek, Deeks, uh, setting up this finale on Saturday, mate. Um, St. just had a good four-nil home win over Houston Thirds, who were who were up there competing for a long time before falling away, Deeks, aren't they lately? um losing the final as well um, but uh, but but li- but it left them well placed mate that 4-0 win uh, to 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 go on and uh, well see what happens on saturday really Diggs. you know i suppose they're still favorites mate and they shouldn't nice just but mm. but it's all on all on the day mate isn't it really but and their near neighbors uh pending rovers they beat cold rose 4-2 down the road mate on the same night um uh, it was an alex ralph treble and another goal from danny earl mate um and bottom of the league hail they can com- complete the fixtures mate. hail reserves they had a morale boosting 2-1 win at next to bottom st agnes reserves, sticks uh 2-1 mate so um that completed the evening's fixtures so sets it all up, uh, really nicely. Dick's done it the combo, so,
1: yeah. No, so right? yeah, no. So, just have been in the league, uh, apart from obviously a couple of years ago when they dropped out, didn't they? Um, um, how many times yeah. do you think they've won the combination league?
0: Just, um, they've had some good sides, mate, and they mm. over the years, strong sides, that's right. They have, mate, yeah, never easy. Place to go better at home than they were away a lot of times, yeah. but I'm going to say three Three? three,
1: three, three. No, they've only yeah. won it once, no. and uh, okay. bearing in mind 40. the league started in 1959, they won it once, and that was season 61 62. So,
0: right, on 6 they've had 60.
1: Yeah, they've had to wait a long, long time, haven't they? To uh,
0: yeah, yeah. I wonder if Rodney. I wonder if uh, Mr. Rodney Beer will be at Praise on Saturday, Deeks, If he'll come down for that one,
1: good chance. Club
0: store. Yeah, Yeah. sixty-two years, mate. That's a a little bit of history. Will be made on Saturday, mate. If the tinners. Well, either way, really, mate, because Praise have never been... I mean, this is the highest football they've ever played, isn't it, yeah, mate? So, yeah. I think if they win, it'll certainly be their first time.
1: What colour do Praise play in? Do we know?
0: Yeah, yeah, mate, they're... they're I think they're yellow shirts, sticks with green shirts. They're a bit of a Norwich um, sort of... Oh, well. Ensemble, mate. Ensemble. <laughs> is that a word, mate? Is that a yeah, word? it is.
1: But it's just, it's yeah. just quite funny yeah, the way you they, said it. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. But, I think they got a bit of a Norwich set up there, mate.
1: Crazy. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I'm just thinking whether it's the green theme or not, in the sense that we've got Mosul, obviously champions, Moseley oh, yeah, champions. Um, yeah, got it. Um, so, you know, suggest. Yeah. Green, could they be the champions coming up?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's it, mate. Green's certainly been the colour, hasn't it, mate, to win the league mm. this season? Down here, mate, is not it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. Good luck, mate. Good luck in green, isn't it? <laughs> Luckily, Irish, mate. Luckily, the top the of the morning there, here, mate. <laughs> 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 Sorry, mate. Uh... Sorry, mate. But, so, yeah, but. Um, so I go on to the Dutchy dig. Shall I, is that it for the combo? I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it's pretty much it. Yeah. What. Yeah, what more can we say, mate, about the combo? I mean, I think that's got to be one of the biggest games in the county on Saturday, Deeks, <laughs> that one, hasn't it? Yeah. Rays against some I uh, hope they get a good crowd for that one, a worthy crowd. But, but yeah, the Dutch Prem Deeks is all looking really good now, isn't it? For Safegate, mate, Safegate seniors. Um, and it was another good day for the leaders last Saturday, Deeks, who, who saw off one of the teams with a chance of catching them, mate. Um. Or, or so we said, mate. Before they've lost three games in a row next week. Some some mate. I've um, got I've got that one wrong. Diggs, it, again?
1: Yeah, <laughs> but, I know um, that we, I know we've got a reputation for jinxing clubs, but Subruir yeah. probably is the biggest one we've jinxed, didn't it? So, them, so yeah, big, yeah, them, yeah, them and yeah. possibly Mervagizi. I don't know, but uh,
0: yeah, yeah, probably, mate. Yeah, say how no good they are, mate, and then uh, yeah. They've lost three games in a row we, since we <laughs> said how good they were, mate. Yeah, yeah, I know, mate. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, they they did play at Southgate to be fair, mate. On Saturday, you know, obviously long-time leaders, mate. They've been up there all season, I think, did they? And and they beat some visiting St. Breward four-two, mate, um, up there on Saturday. And Liam Rich, mate, he got another brace. Dylan Boundy and Tom Hancock. Mate, uh, with the goals, um, the only team left, digs mathematically, who can catch them now, mate, are second place, Boss Castle, who, who've got two games in hand, but they're thirteen points behind Diggs. So, oh, right, yeah, I, I, yeah, Southgate have basically got. Well, they got one hand and about four fingers of the other one on the trophy, mate. And they I think it's only the thumb that they haven't got it on it, I think, mate. But <laughs> but um, yeah, two games a hand, thirteen points behind, Diggs. But and, uh, and and guess you know, guess who Southgate play next, Diggs?
1: Oh, um, not, not Boss yeah. Castle, surely.
0: Yeah, Boss Castle away on Saturday week, mate. So if me if me calculations are correct, mate. Um, a draw in that game would 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 give them the premier league uh, title Diggs, I think mate for right. safegate. right so if my calculations are correct mate yeah um and second place talking to them mate second place Boscastle, so they did have a they they did stay in it last saturday mate with a thrilling 5-4 win um at the inform polls F, mate um to keep their slim hopes alive Diggs. so uh, mate they went on the rampage second half at another informed team mate Goran, scoring five times after the teams were level one all at the break digs. Mm. So I don't know if the elements played a part in that mate last Saturday. because there was a few there was a bit of wind and rain around Diggs, oh, yeah there, but, there was. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if that was a factor, Diggs, but one 0 at half time at Goran there, mate. And Lanivit went on to win six one, mate. Gavin Perriton again, Diggs. <laughs> Patrick. Um, and again, mate, Leighton Corr with with a brace, uh, and uh, and sub Danny Sprake, mate, with this, with the half a dozen there. Um, and the team we just talked about, Diggs Mavagizi, they had an impressive 4 0 win at Saltash United. Thirds, mate, Brandon Chapman, Kieran Warwick, Zach Smith, Broken Shore and uh, and the usual goal from Scott Daly, mate um in division 1 is looking pretty much well pen silver's digs but um you know he's not over yet he's not over yet make fox still in the Hunt as well in third with a couple of games in hand, but uh, but we did say last week, mate, we thought leaders Pensilva would have a pretty tough game at Garrins and St. Moore's Diggs, didn't we? We mm-hmm. did say that, mm-hmm. um, and we did get that one right, Diggs. We did get that one right. It ended up a Desmond two-two, mate, at GNS, there, <laughs> uh, mate. Yeah, and you can see their brilliant highlights again, Diggs, on uh, you know, with, with a couple of bangers thrown in, diggs, um. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, on YouTube for anyone who wants to see Garens and so and uh, and nice of Garens and Saint Moores mate. They did actually give us a plug halfway through the second half, didn't they? Oh yeah. Did you watch the this yeah. week? No, I haven't actually yeah. watched
1: it yet, but um, but I know that they yeah, have in the yeah. past. So uh,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Nice to them mate. Yeah, thanks to, to Andy there, mate. Um, but uh, I think a lad I mentioned, mate, Jason Busby, um, the lively striker. GNS's lively striker, mate. He scored both their goals. Um, with Sam Rogers and Sub Callum Buck uh, scoring the visitors' goals, digs there. But uh, but Pensilver mate, still favourites I think for that one mate. And uh, I reckon one more win for Pensilver digs on Saturday week um, against third place Foxhole, which is a big game. Mate. I think that'll probably win it for a mate because they'll probably knock the visitors out of the running, you know, at the same time, dig. So. Mm-hmm. So that would be a game to look out for Saturday week, but uh, but some big games, mate, on the on the sixth in Division One and and the Premier, mate, um, coming up, mate, for uh, Foxhall, mate, they had a possible title. Sorry, mate, I, I've, I've lost my, some big. <laughs> get, put, oh, sorry, big yeah, that Yes. sorry mate i have put it at the end of um yeah I'm talking about those games on Saturday week Diggs and I basically and I've put right. some big games on the 6th in Division 1 uh, and the Premier so I'm obviously talking about the date there Diggs yeah and I, right fair but, enough but yeah sorry Diggs I, I didn't know what I'd done then really, <laughs> I, I confused myself I confused myself mate yeah. but um But, yeah, going back to to last Saturday, Deeks, Fox had a possible total hope ending... (laughs) Draw, mate. If I could say that, because <laughs> uh, I can't say it very well, <laughs> a, a title hope ending draw, mate. I think that's what I was trying to say, mate. Mm. Um, with it w- when they when they drew three all at ninth place Gunners Lake reserve sticks, mm. um, so yeah, possible uh, disappointing result from that, mate. Really, um, Craig Code, Aidan Dingle, and Lee Reed Bennett for the Foxes digs, and Sean Hines with a brace, and James Gorwood for Gunny, mate. So, certainly a good game, thrill, but not great for Foxhall, mate, really, that result. Um, Division 2, mate, just the one game in Division 2, Diggs, where, well, we said about it, viewed reserves needing a win, Diggs, didn't we, to clinch runners-up spots? in uh, that division yeah. remember last week mate yeah they won 13-0
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they did it in style All yeah. right.
0: they did it in style mate yeah at um, at next to bottom Castle Loyal Diggs. Um Louis Steege with four Ben Bryant with three um, that's his 18th oh. for the season mate with his atwick there uh, Harrison swatton with two Sam Hampson Ian Jennings Steve Bop. And sub Ryan Leverton, mate, with, uh, with the Baker's Dozen digs yeah. for huge uh, for reserves there, mate. And, um, and that, well, I've gone to Foxhall Reserves versus um, Guerin's and St. Moore's digs. I think could be the game of the weekend digs in Division One, can I say, mate? Um, you know, looking at the fixtures, I'll, I'll go for that one Foxhall Reserves v Guerin's and St. Moore's in Division One, and possibly St. Brewer's v. Lanivet in the Premier League this Saturday, Deeks. I know, I know. you know, Southgate obviously not playing, Deeks, so they've almost wrapped the title up. But I think that could be a good little game to watch for anyone, mate. St. Brewer mm-hmm. v. Lanivet, mate, yeah. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix. Well, on to the Trelawney Premier Deeks. I mean, just one Premier League game last Saturday, mate, uh, when host Redruth United reserves Ed Dave Frogpool 4-3 at Elijah Croft. But there was the Big Dunn Cup semi-final, Diggs, were not there, in that division? Um, between the top two teams we mentioned last week, didn't we? Uh, Troon versus West Cornwall. Um, and Troon got a little bit of revenge, mate, for that 2-0 uh, league defeat they suffered, I think, the game you were at, Diggs, wasn't mm. it, a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, got got a little bit of revenge, mate, with a with a Marcus Grasso goal digs uh, in their one nil win. Um and that was after Ben Door had missed the first half penalty for West Cornwall Diggs. Ooh, so, yeah. right. yeah, could have been a yeah. I suppose these big games mate hinge on things like that, don't they? I yep. suppose. But uh, yeah, so it sounded a tight game, Diggs, but uh, so it'll be um, the Dun Cup final now, mate, it'll be Troon versus Stidians, mate, so uh, I'll try and let you know when that one is, Diggs, when I, when I find out, mate. So basically, the champions against the bottom team teams <laughs> in the Premier League in the Cup final. What's what's the chances of a shot, mate? <laughs> yeah, mm. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, but um, Division One, mate. It, not too many fixtures around to talk about, really. Diggs. They, they had one League Cup game in that division, mate. And and what a thriller, Diggs! It turned out to be, mate, um, between Newland Non Atletico and Portsmouth United, mate. I think that's actually runners up. And third, mate. So is is it second v third in, in the league placings, mate? Um, but uh, but in the cup, mate, it was five all after ninety minutes, um, with newlin non Athletico, mate, snatching it seven six with virtually the last kick of the game in extra time, mate. So. Yeah, sounded a bit of a topsy-turvy. I think fourth United were winning that game about three times, mate. I know they were 2-0 up. But, uh, but yeah, Newland non-athletico, 7-6 after extra time. And it was that man, Diggs. Um, we got to say, Diggs, Jack Liddercoat with four goals, mate. He took his uh, season's tally to 51. Oof, so, right. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got there Dicks, he got there in the end juniors uh junior football's top scorer in the county I think this season mate any jack
2: okay,
1: 51
0: it. goals got, I think mate. got it's to be
1: surely football. yeah
0: yeah, I think so, Deeks, if I'm not mi- mistaken, mate. I haven't checked the top scorers for a couple of weeks in all the leagues, Dutchie and Trelawney, but I think Jack's uh, done it with that 51, mate. Um, the only one to, to break 50, I think, this season. But but yeah, he had four Deeks in that game, Andrew Palmer with a brace and Charlie Penny, mate. So it sounded a bit of a interesting game. That one, Deeks, um, you know, with the weather as well, mate, Thrown in, mate, I think... Uh, there was a little report on the forum about that game, mate. It was quite a quite a, um, entertaining report. It was, thanks on that game, mate. If you haven't seen it already, <laughs> but uh, but Division Two, mate, cracking uh, Lockhart Cup tie there, mate. Um, at, at Probus, where we're junior cup finalists, Falmouth DC uh were made to work hard mate at Probus who are a good side themselves mate. I've seen them a few times over the last couple of seasons. It ended up four two to DC Diggs. Um I mean they're a team that don't know how to lose mate, and they? Mm. Along with their, you know, opponents in the junior cup final on Sunday, mate. Uh, but more about that in a minute, Diggs, isn't there? But um but Jack Blakeston mate with another two to make it forty. For the season, mate, for, for Jack, uh, Ryan Chin and sub Toby Webb, mate, with the goals in that one, mate, in the Lockhart Cup toy. Um, Division Three, one Division Three match where Mount Ambrose made the long trip to the Lizard or a goal, mate. It was actually a double header, digs because uh, they had a league game and a cup game, but um, but in the league game, mate, uh, the, the double header, mate, it, it was 1 0 to Mount Ambrose, mate. So, um so uh, it was a bit of a revenge, actually, Dick, So I don't want to ruin it for anyone but for their cup defeat some um, earlier in the day, mate. Yeah. They had a double header, but um, but they did win that one one nil, mate. Uh, Connor Clark uh, with the goal there. Um, in the Division Three Russell Hall Cup, Lanner were two nil up, mate. Um, well, doing the flying, mate, against Junior Cup finalists Dropship. digs I wouldn't have thought Dropship would have been two 0 down many times this season, mate. Would they, no. if at all?
2: Mm.
0: No, but they were. They were two 0 down Atlanta, mate. But uh, but the Division Three hundred percent champions, mate. They they showed what they're all about, mate, and fought back for a dramatic three two win. Hmm. Um, to keep to keep their treble oaks alive, Dix. Uh The in-form Oscar-Fergus game, mate, with, with two. And Ben Pello with his 31st goal of the season, mate, to, to win it three minutes from time, digs. So, good time to score, mate, wasn't it? Yeah. So, Dropship, you know, yeah, Falmouth DC and Dropship, mate, going into the final, you know, both on pretty good form, mate. It's going to be some game that. But uh, Division Four mate, um there was an Arthur Pierce cut tie at Wendron Fifths on Friday night, mate. Um uh, where they went where the house went down four two to drop ship reserves, mate. Um Pete Norfolk in the first minute, followed by uh Taylor Hoskin in the 22nd, uh, Sam Duckham in the fifty-seventh, and George Gaylord, mate, in the sixty-second to to wrap up a four-two victory at Underlane under the lights there it's nice for the for them to play under the you know division four teams mate to play under the underlane lights sticks
2: wasn't it yeah for so
0: right. them yeah but um and and there's a few Percy Stevens cuts get well it's six all together digs um we'll, we'll mention that double header mate that we talked about earlier mate with uh, Mount ambrose winning the league game 1-0 while well, they lost the the cup game at lizard lizard dig second division lizard Against third division Mount Ambrose, it ended 4 3. The lizard, that one, mate. Uh, Ruben Hardy, Jack Munt, James Milam. Um, oh, that was for the visitors, Dix, uh, and uh, for the for the Argyle, mate. Sam Foad, Coy, Tuttongane, that double barrel surname down the lizard again, Dix. Mm. Um, Coy Tutton game Colin Kettle mate the experienced Colin Kettle and Sam Faulkner mate for uh, for lizard mate uh, Division One Penzance Reserves one two nil at Division Three Saint Kevin um, Division Four Mullion Thirds held Division One Saint Day Thirds to a two two draw mate uh, Nathan Davidson and an own goal earning the point there mate for. Familiar. Division 3 St. Ives, Mariners, Diggs, who've had a really good season, actually, the Mariners, Diggs. They're in form. They had a good uh, 4-1 home win over uh, Division 4 Houston Raiders, who've had a good season themselves, mate. Um, 4-1, that one. Stuart Lug, two, Jason Blight and Ryan Higgins. Um, Two teams, Diggs, scored nine goals in the Cup. Um, on Saturday mate Penryn reserves winning 9-2 at Storm in an all Division 4 clash mate that man Liam Dent with five gold sticks Um Reese, yeah old Liam scoring a few Reese Jeffrey Jamie Allen James Blackburn and Tom Dormer mate scored the other ones for for the Rinners, mate and uh, Colin Manley and Aaron Trent mate replying for Storm we should mention their goal scorers now and again mate it's not me Storm and um, another teammate, they scored not well. I'll say the the best game to all last, really. Dick's bizarre game, mate, really, at Chiverton Park, mate, where um division, well, yeah, division three, mate, St. Agnes reserves, mate, they actually beat the division four champions, Dick's. Pending Rovers, 9-5, <laughs> nine five, mate. Nine five. Yeah, yeah, 14 goals in that one, Diggs. Unbelievable, mate. And and they didn't actually have the goal scorers there, deeks when uh, when I wrote this game down the other night, mate, at work. So I'm hoping they might have, have got um, might be able to tell you some goal scorers now, mate, from this nine-five game. Oh well, St Agnes have actually put their team sheet on dig. So, um, it was Dan Gilbert mate with a hat trick. Marcus Jones with two. Sub Ollie Kevram with two. Brandon Lightdigs, remember Brandon Lightdigs? Yeah, he, yeah, to... yeah. Uh, and and Dan Ware mate, I was a surprise. Brandon only scored one in a in a nine goal game, aren't you mate? Mm-hmm. Really. Mm. But uh, but yeah, so that yeah they were not the nine goals for Aggie Diggs. so uh, yeah that's that's about it it's really digs in the in the Trelawney mate Trelawney and the
1: Dutchy mate right now you mentioned about um, cup final information didn't you um, well I can actually yeah. tell you that that top versus bottom Dun Cup final Troon against yeah. uh, stythians oh
0: yeah
1: that's taking place this coming Saturday at no, It's no is it yeah.
0: Oh, right,
1: mate. Oh, thanks for that, thanks. So, yeah, there's um, the, there's that one on Saturday. So, Troon against Stythians, Dunn Cup final at Luggan. The week after, already we know that, uh, well, another final, which is going to be staged at Luggan, the League Cup final, New In Titans against New Inn non Atletico, That's... Uh, Well, that's top against runners-up in in Division 1. So that's uh, on the 6th of May, same day as the Division 3 Russell Hall Cup Final, uh, which is going to be played at Penryn, and that is dropship against St Ives Mariners. And then the week after that, so the 13th of May, the Lockhart Lockhart Cup Final is going to be at Wendron, and that's the one between Falmouth DC and St. St Ives Town Reserves. So, um, that's,
2: mate, that's four of
1: the cup finals that they've now come out and told us about. Um, yeah. Yeah meanwhile the old Percy Stevens goes on and on and on doesn't it so yeah,
2: it does don't
0: it yeah. yeah, it might be a while before we got the date for that one mate, <laughs> it it?
1: continues to get a, a little bit of flack from various people uh, about the yeah. the makeup of it but that's what it is this season yeah. so you can't do much about it so
0: okay. uh, yeah so 25th of June digs
1: that one 25th of June <laughs> final yeah so yeah that first cup final in the Trelawney Dunn cup final at, uh, at to lug it yep. on Saturday, Troon against Stevians. But in the meantime, Rappo, there's another yep. cup final, isn't there? Um, coming up on Sunday, and um, well, massive, isn't
0: it? Massive, massive.
1: yeah. Two Trelawney league yep. sides involved in it: uh, one Division Two, one Division Three. Um, and uh, it's being staged at Wendron. Two o'clock kickoff on on Sunday. Um, Pharma DC against. Dropship, isn't it? So um, let's hear from, well, both camps. and In fact, it's the uh, two managers of each side, starting off with uh, Wayne Berry, Dropship. Now, there's a big game coming up on Sunday. Of course, it's the Cornwall Junior Cup final between Dropship and uh, Falmouth DC. How does that sound, Wayne Berry, manager of uh, Dropship? How does that sound? You're in the county final.
8: Uh, unbelievable achievement to be honest Dave and th- thanks for inviting me on on today um, great achievement for both ourselves and for Penty at Fama to two footballing teams in the lower echelons of the, the league fighting it out for the county cup I can't wait
1: <laughs> I bet it must seem a long wait since the semi-final doesn't it
8: it does, yeah, it has been. That, that midweek game against West Cornwall at Penryn, um, and yeah, it has felt an awful long time. Um, what has helped a little bit, I assume, for Penty as well, is both teams are doing so well in the league, in their cups, um, that we've got games thick and fast. So not looking too far ahead is always one of my philosophies, but Sunday's nearly here and, uh, and we are really excited about it.
1: Yes, I suppose that is one good thing. You haven't had much time to think about it. That that, that evening at Penryn, the weather wasn't very kind, was it? So let's hope Sunday's a lot better.
8: Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, it was really misery, uh really cold. Um, bit of wind swirling up at the Rhin as well. So we we tried to play some decent football. We managed to get past Tempe's lot uh, in the semi-final. So, uh, yeah, let's hope it's a glorious not too sunny, bit overcast, cool day, where we can see lots of good football on show.
1: Well, it will be cool because it's at Wendron.
8: There is that, really open, yes, yeah, so it will be quite cool, yes.
1: <laughs> now, first question, obviously, the, the most important question really is, is everyone fit?
8: Yeah, we've got a full squad uh, for the first time in about three, four weeks. Semi-final, we didn't have uh, Ben available due to an injury, Ben Kello, top scorer um he had a you could call it a fitness test last week in the semi-final against lana played 90 minutes scoring coming away absolutely fine so yeah we've got a strong 16 which is always good um and it'll be a real good test because as i've said Penty's boys are set up well they play good football just like we play good football so yeah it'll be a real good real good game
1: And can't be bad if you can bring in your top scorer can it
8: no, that's always a blessing. Um, I would rather have him not got injured four weeks ago and he had a bit of momentum, uh, but he managed to get 90 minutes, 10 minutes the week before, 90 minutes on Saturday. So he's, he's raring to go, as are the rest of the lads. So it's, uh, it's really good.
1: Now, you said there that um, you're going to have a squad of 16. Is that as many as you are allowed to name or, or could there be more if you had a bigger squad?
8: So we can name 18, we can name 18 in the squad which will be featured in the program and and the likes of that, Um, but my understanding is there is a 16 squad, playing squad for want of a better word. If it turns out that we're allowed the 18, then we'll name all 18 squad, but we we have a squad of 18 where we have, as it stands, 16 playing squad and two non-playing because they've helped us on the journey to get to the final, so it's only right that they are in and around the lads as well uh, for all of the build-up and everything as well.
1: And obviously, naming your starting 11, this is where being the manager comes a little bit tricky, doesn't it? Are are there going to be a a disappointed player that's played quite a bit recently that you're not going to be able to select or what? And Um, and how do you deal with that?
8: To be fair, I'm not going to go into too much detail because they'll be listening to this, so... How do we go about it? My philosophy is that I'll talk to the the two non-players, non-playing squad prior to announcing the 16 uh, and just letting them know why they haven't. Um, We'll pick pick the strongest 16 like like we should do. Yes, there will be disappointment, but they'll still be part of everything on the day. So the meet-up before, the drive-in, the warm-up, the uh in the changing room prior ever uh, before in the changing room after so they'll still be part of that squad they just won't feature in that 90-minute game
1: and in the meantime the more experienced players well this is when they have to play their bit isn't it the the likes of i mean i'm looking at uh, names in your squad the likes of sort of paul robertson isn't it those sort of players
8: yeah this is this is where they earn their money mate and uh this is where um, their experience is vital, especially when you look at our squad and we've got 19, 20, 21, 22, 23-year-olds who for them, will, this will be their biggest game of their career, no doubt. You know, a county cup final is, you know, junior junior football is like the equivalent to the FA Cup down there for junior teams.
2: Yeah.
8: Um, so, yeah, Robbo, Matt Quick, Liam Chin, javo um, uh, Craig, Don Levy, all those older heads, that's where they'll earn their money and they'll, uh, and they'll have to impart some valuable experience in there to try and keep them settled because, you know, it's, it's a big occasion. They're going to be excited. Um, but I'll be happy as long as we play our football to the standard we've been playing and give a good account of ourselves, Beats. I'll be happy with that.
1: And uh, what's been your toughest game on the way to the final?
8: For me, Lewin Titans away was our toughest game. Great bunch of lads, play it around well, physical. We've had some other games. Saltash away was difficult. West Cornwall semi-final, difficult. Uh, Probus, they're no mugs uh, at home. But for me, New Inn was for the banana skin. They were favourites. Look what they've done in the league. You know, they've gone on to, to absolutely dominate that league. They played really well. Uh, we changed tactics ever so slightly, where we let them have a lot of the ball and then we broke uh, and counter-attacked. That was our hardest game um, so far to date. And then, of course, we have DC in the final, which will be our hardest game.
1: And, um, well, you're still unbeaten this season, aren't you?
8: We are, yeah. We're doing very well. Um, we are in the League Cup final, beating Lander last week. We're in the Percy Stevens quarters, uh, topping the group, and we'll play St. Ives Mariners uh, week Wednesday. So, th- as I've said to the lads, this is the business end of the season. Forget everything else that's gone on before, <laughs> all the games that's gone on. Every game is a, well, it's literally a cup game, and every game counts, which is why we take one at a time at a time. And we don't look at next week's final, and we don't look at the following week's final. We only look at what's in front of us, and we prepare for that. It was the same... Last weekday for the semi final against Lana, we didn't look at the junior cup final. We were only focused on the game that we are where that we've got upcoming.
1: I'm assuming that one of those things you have to focus on when a side is so successful, is it the danger of complacency, overconfidence? Have you got to make sure that that doesn't uh, sort of rear its ugly heads?
8: Yeah, it could be, but um we've got a real good bunch of lads that Take each game by each game. Uh, Yes, they're playing confident football, which is good. But myself and Jack won't let them get overconfident. And we'll bring them down to earth when they need to be brought down to earth. We've played some stellar football this year, I'm not going to lie. And the boys have set the standard that Jack and I hold them to. And when they don't hit that standard, we tell them that they're not hitting that standard and they take it all on board. So, yeah, I know it's only junior football. I understand that, but it's still our game of football. So we uh, make sure that their feet are firmly grounded on the floor. And um, should any of them need a little reminder, they get that reminder. <laughs> right.
1: Uh, and one final question: um, Is it rolling subs in the final?
8: Yes, I believe. I'm hoping so. Um, I believe it's still rolling subs. Uh, we'll clarify on the day uh, because we like the use of rolling subs, where we can think we feel we can get uh, a better impact in the game. Um, and that's part of the strategy so I'm assuming it is please don't quote me on it <laughs> um, but it should be in line with semi-final and other other games but we'll check with the officials on Sunday bro. right do you know who the ref is um I do, but I can't remember, if that makes sense. Right. We, had the email, <laughs> uh, we had the email out from the county that tells us all four officials, but it, it's gone in the top of my head at the moment.
1: That's all right. Right, so thanks very much, Wayne. Good luck on Sunday. Uh, well, well done so far on a season. But um, as you said, this is a business end of it. And uh, unless you win a trophy, it might all seem not worthwhile, mightn't it? So you've got to not end up with well, something well. in the bag.
8: Yeah, we have. I'd also like to say good luck to Penty. I know I'll see him on Sunday. But all the best um, and we look forward to the game. Yeah, thanks to Wayne
1: Berry. That's the manager of uh, Dropship. Um, that's the... They're in Division 3, aren't they, in the Trelawney League. Um, any thoughts on what Wayne told us,
7: Rappo?
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Th- uh, he came come across really well, didn't he, Wayne? Mate, you know, um, I, mean, I think it's going to be a good game, I reckon, Dick. I mean, you've got two teams there, mate, that that don't know how to lose, don't you really,
2: mate? <laughs> That's right. You
0: know, yeah, yeah it, it just reminds me a bit of a, like a big heavyweight title fight, you know, against like two unbeaten fighters, mate. Yeah, you, know, you got so- someone's o. <laughs> I I've bit my tongue there. <laughs> i bit Some- Someone's o has got to go, hasn't it? <laughs> you, um, yeah. you got like you got like Falmouth DC. Eustic, mate, against Tyson Dropship, mate, It not you really? Is <laughs> you know, it it does wet the appetite a bit, Diggs. So uh, I mean, massive game, mate. Uh, well, I played in five senior cup finals, Diggs, but I, I only got to the junior cup quarterfinal, mate. That's the best I ever made it, mate. I didn't get near, didn't get near a junior cup final when I was coming to the end of my days, mate. Never got close to one. So I'd have loved to have played in in one of them, digs, wouldn't you? You know, big day for, for both sets of players, mate. And, you know, I just hope it was a great game on the day, mate. And, you know, I'm sure Wayne's team will, will do him proud like they have all season, really, digs. I mean, I think I think dropship Digs are on for a treble. And I'm not sure if, if Penty's boys, mate, at DC, they're on for like four trophies, I think. Oh, they could win four. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, two great teams, these It couldn't it couldn't be two more fitting teams in the final, I don't think, mate, could it? Really, no. I don't think.
1: No, that's right. So let's. Uh, so we've heard from Wayne at uh, Dropship. Let's hear from his counterpart at uh, Falmouth DC. Here's Tony Pentecost. Well, it was the end of March, Tony, when you uh, won your semi-final uh, against St Brood, and uh, it's been cut football pretty much ever since, hasn't it?
9: it has Dave yeah obviously we're still involved in three competitions so we've had a number of Percy Stevens group games to play as well as the um the League Cup the Lockhart Cup so on top of that and the odd league fixture we've been we've been very busy yeah
1: have you had to stop the players thinking about the Cornwall Junior Cup final or or not
9: well to be honest with you Dave no um Obviously, with the, the fixtures coming from one week to the next, and they've all been quite important fixtures, they've all had something on them. I think our focus has just been on the next Saturday, um, be it, you know, uh, uh, a league fixture that, that was very important or, obviously, we needed to win the cup games to, to continue our um, to continue in them competitions. So, yeah, I, I mean, the, obviously, since the semi-final, the junior cup final has been in the background, but no... To be perfectly honest with you, not a great deal, um, as, as been mentioned about it.
1: Right, it's it's a big game in the Cornwall's footballing calendar. So, just how special is it than being in in the final on Sunday?
9: Oh, it, it is like like you say. Whether it's the senior final or the junior final, it it it's really the pinnacle of of a player's career if they can you know become a county cup winner then um that's something that they can carry as a badge of honor for the for the rest of their lives really um you know being around local football for the last 35 40 years um i, I fully appreciate how important it it is and um it's just a matter of putting that across to, to the players that you know they're on the brink of doing something very special this season
1: what about you yourself personally have you ever been in the final or not
9: yeah, I've, I've been involved at Falmouth Athletic um, back in the early 90s um, when Mickey Westcott, who's now at Falmouth Town, was the manager. Um, and we got to the final at, uh, I think it was at Newquay, at Newquay against Sol Tash in 1992-93. That was the last time a Falmouth-based team had actually been in, been in the final. Yeah.
1: croaky. that's a long time ago. It is. <laughs> so, your Division 2 in the Trelawney League dropship division three so would it be right for people to think you should start as favorites or what
9: um personally i don't think so i to be to be honest with you although we are top of our league and we've had a very very good season i think anything any of the stats that you put up that we've done are being surpassed by dropship um I mean, we've lost one game in 31 this season. Dropship are on a run of 39 consecutive wins. Although we've only conceded, I think, 10 or 12 goals in the league, they've only conceded five. We've scored just over 100 goals. They've scored an extra 10 than us. So you look at their side and you look at ours, and um, bearing in mind that we've only been together now for for seven months where they've been building with consistent success for two and a half to three years pre-COVID, you know, it, I don't think you really you can read too much on the league positions of either club. To be honest with you, I think on on the day it's going to come down to very small margins. I, I think, but from my point of view, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm looking at us as being the underdogs in this game.
1: But of course, both sides have got players that um, could be playing at a higher standard, haven't you?
9: Oh, without a doubt. Um, I mean, that's that's something that's leveled on us and dropship time after time, but. My, my answer to that would be regardless of whatever league you're in and whatever division you're playing, right through the pyramids of football, the teams at the top are always going to be better than what that league is. Otherwise, they wouldn't be at the top. They've all got to be capable of playing at a higher level. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there to take that promotion on. Um, you know, it, it's no secret that I've got four or five players that have played regular St. Piran's um, League in the past. And dropship similarly, have have, have got players that have played at a higher level. So, you you know, I don't think that's an an added advantage for either side, to be honest.
1: Can we expect um, pretty much the same side in the final that that you started in the semi?
9: I can say you can expect the same squad, Dave. (laughs) Um, You're not going to get out to me what my my starting 11 are. um, And to be perfectly honest with you, at this stage, I'm probably more clear in my own mind what dropships starting eleven will be than my
1: own <laughs> Oh right. Tell me what their lineup was gonna be. No, 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 don't. Um but um I, I mean look, looking at the stats, the, the goals you have got a couple of players there that have scored a lot of goals this season, haven't you? Jack Blakeston, um yeah. and Brody Kemp who's you know, knocking them in. But I don't think he's had a whole season with you, has he, Brody?
9: No, no he hasn't. I mean you could you could also put Kyle Cook into that into that group as well. I yeah. mean the three strikers have scored over 100 goals between them this season. Kyle has been very unselfishly playing slightly out of position for me in the last few games. Um and that's where his goals have tailed off, but he, he's still an integral part of the team. Jack, like you say, is approaching 50 goals in all competitions so far this season and Brody who who came back from Australia in November, um, he started the season with us, then he went to November for two to three months and came back and, and carried on with us. He's up to 30 goals himself, so it's just not a matter of trying to stop one. You've, you've got to stop, you know, the, the three of them, re- really. So, um yeah. I wouldn't like the task of being trying to do that, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs>
1: right. No, that's right. And do you know, uh, you know, have you discussed it with your squad and your management team, the, the danger men in dropships like their uh, squad?
9: I have, yeah. Um, obviously, you know, I'm well well known for, for trying to do a dossier on the opposing teams and individual players. And right throughout the team, it's, but you, there's no weaknesses in that dropship team. Obviously, we've exchanged squads this morning and it's noted that Zach Telling's been added to the squad for them. So there you've got a keeper that's played seven Western League games for Farmer Town this, this season. So that's obviously going to be a big plus for them to have him involved on Sunday. But then you look throughout the team. You've got Paul Robinson, centre midfield, ex-professional player um, played with my lad down at Perrin Porth, so I've watched him a few times previously. Uh, very good player. Um, Liam Chin, uh, in the middle, uh, hardworking Liam Jarvis. They're, they're all, all, their players really you look across the back three, Craig Donlevy, uh, Harry Hanson, Josh Miller. And then up front, you've obviously got the likes of Ben Kello, Tyler Prescott, and Oscar Fergus Gay. So, you know, there is no weaknesses in that team. Um, They've got the added advantage of having a reserve side as well, so they can fill the bench with quality, whereas we've just got the one team. So we're reliant on the 16 or 18 each week that that we play. Danger men, um, probably. I don't know. It's hard to single anyone out, Dave, to to be perfectly honest with you. There are no weaknesses there.
1: Hey, you know a lot about their squad, don't you?
9: i try to do my homework
1: <laughs> yeah and i didn't realize that um you said you exchanged squads it, that obviously is a sort of what a rule of the junior cup setup is yeah.
9: it yeah you've got to exchange the squads for the county and, and and the opposing club uh five days prior to that so i've sent mine in this morning unfortunately i haven't received dropships at the moment because apparently they're interviewing for a uh, social media manager this morning which is a paid post so they uh-huh. said they would get that across to me this afternoon but um, hopefully we'll have that by the close of play
1: yeah no doubt it'll be all those players that you mentioned so you've already done your homework so <laughs> <laughs> and do we know who the referee is because Wayne did, couldn't remember
9: yeah Adam Batchelor right um, he hasn't left us this season but I've, I've watched him ref- a number of senior games very very good official to have in the middle um Andy McKnight's on the line. Um, I can't think of the, the third and fourth officials are. So yeah, there's there's a good set of officials. Although um, win or lose, that won't won't come into play.
1: No, but it is a special day for them as well, isn't it? You know, it's a, a big game for everyone. So uh, best of luck to, to to the officials. You mentioned Liam Chin for Dropship. You've got a Ryan Chin. Are are they related? Brothers, Dave. The brothers.
9: Yeah, brothers, yeah. Um Blimey. <laughs> so that's gonna be an interest and they and they'll be probably be playing along outs, um against each other in the centre of the midfield on Sunday. So, oh no.
1: Um, well, I can't imagine what that would be like, can you?
9: Um depends how the result goes, really. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, so, yeah.
1: It's
9: gonna be interesting anyway.
1: Right. Okay. Well look, um you know, sum up your season so far for us to finish
9: off um we've exceeded expectations once we started the season the all we wanted to do was to gain promotion um and to play at a higher level and to get the club moving in the right direction going forward during the season we've managed to get fa charter standard status and we have built closer links with the trezina center which should help us to build going forward um everything else is a bonus like like i'm like i said i think we don't put any pressure on ourselves. Um, we just go out, enjoy our football, give it our best shot and um, and take it from there. At the moment, that's paying dividends.
1: Well, well done so far and um, all the best for the rest of the season and enjoy, if you can, Sunday.
9: I will do, Dave. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, and again, thanks to Tony there for uh, talking to the podcast. Um, yeah, it should be an interesting game. Made even more interesting, Rapper, by the fact that brothers are playing against each other.
0: I oh, know, Diggs, yeah. I've, I've got that written down, actually. Diggs, like you said, mate. I mean, you know, like, yeah. I mean, and, and they play in the same I mean, they're both central midfield <laughs> players, Diggs, yeah, are they? Yeah, I know. Both, both I, lads, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I used to fall out with my brother playing in a kicker round. So what would it be like in a county <laughs> cup final, for goodness sake?
0: Yeah, I know, mate. Yeah, it would was, it was certainly put a bit of an edge on the game, mate, wouldn't it? If they want one already. Like, you know, it's certainly... I mean, one thing's for sure, Diggs. There'll be a chin lifting the trophy on Sunday (laughs) night, mate. That's true. That's Uh, true. Yeah. And the yeah. I mean, I suppose the other brother, mate. It'll be a case you'll just have to go up to him and say, "Keep your chin up,
1: mate." I knew that was coming somewhere along the line. So, but uh, (laughs)
2: nah, mate.
0: But no, no, yeah, it's, it's just another little sort of story, Dick, isn't it? To the two, I mean, P- Penny's put together a, a, a good case there, mate, for form of DC as being underdogs, mate. <laughs> yes, even, that's right. Believe, yeah, but, but I mean, I must admit, mate, I've watched them a few times um, this season, mate, and, and and they ain't no underdogs, mate. You know, um, you know, I've got, I've got to admit, mate, I, I, I don't know where you think, Dick. So I, I just, I just. It's gonna be a hell of a good game, mate, hell of a tight game, I think, Diggs. I just, I just slightly fancy D C with all that attacking talent they got, Diggs. Mm. You know, I just I just fancy him slightly, mate, but but both teams are really stingy, aren't they, at the back. Mm. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean should be yeah, should be a cracker, Diggs, you know, ne- neither team know how to lose, like we said, mate. So so someone will be in for a shock, mate, you know, on Sunday <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> To be honest, mate, I've not sh- I've not I've not seen Dropship play this season, Dick. So, and I have seen DC three times. So I, you know, I might be a bit, you know, I might be wrong, mate, but but they've been superb. You know, all three times I've seen them. You know, I mean, we watched the semi-final, didn't we, at Sticker, digs and mm. you know they beat a good Saint Brewer team pretty comfortably, didn't they? And you know if they play anything like that, I mean they've been superb. And I know Pentney well, mate. You know, top bloke, great football man. You know. Around the area, but like you said, mate, and you know, there aren't many players he doesn't know anything about. You know, putting a dossier together or whatever. But, but um, yeah, I don't know, Diggs. I don't know what you think, mate. I, I, I don't know. I think it'd be a great game, mate. This game could even go all the way, Diggs, couldn't it? But I'm going to go three-two DC after extra time, Diggs.
1: Oof, blimey. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll, I'll put some egg on me face, mate. I'll put some. I'll put, yeah. Go on, Diggs. Well,
1: Go on, Diggs. I, I have to agree with you. I, I think, fan with DC, I, I would say it's there is to... Just edge It's going to be, as you say, very close. Yeah. I mean, I have seen dropship play only the once this season. And that was in the, their semi-final, of the Junior Cup down there at Penryn against West Cornwall. And, and uh, I mean, West Cornwall, a decent side, aren't they, in the Trelawney League? Yeah. But, uh, but, but dropship thoroughly deserved to win that game. So... Uh, it's yeah, it's it's gonna be a really tough one to call, but I'm going with Farmers D C um by one goal. Yeah, yeah. same here, mate.
0: Same here. Yeah. We could we could regret that next week, can't we? Well, we we might probably
1: possibly will, but there we go. At <laughs> yeah. least we yeah we put our head on the chopping block, so that's fine.
0: Yeah, so. exactly. That's what we're here for. I mean, good luck, Deeks. Isn't it. it's just a case, like we said earlier, mate. Just a case of good luck, innit, it to both teams, Deeks, and yeah. you know, like may the best team win on the day. In it really, mate. Two great teams, you know. May the best team win, Diggs.
1: Yeah, that's right. And, um, well, as you say, uh, neither side are used to losing at all. So let's hope they um, take it in the spirit that it should be. Uh, it's, uh, well, biggest cup competition in the county, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I wouldn't argue with that, Diggs. Yeah, it's definitely the oldest one to win, mate, isn't it? You know, with teams sort of entering entering at the beginning, Diggs, isn't there? So, yeah, definitely the best one to win, I think, mate, as a player. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Okay, and uh, thanks to both managers for coming on. Um, not easy uh, before a final to, uh, no doubt, uh, mm-hmm. um, give us a bit of info, but thanks to both Wayne and Tony for that. And, and thanks to all our guests um, for this week and obviously for the whole season, to be honest. I mean, we've had quite a few on throughout the uh, the weeks. Um, got a few more weeks to go yet, and uh, perhaps we can... Um, spend that time looking at possible candidates to win our end of season awards so uh, um, we'll yeah. sort of funnel down on those a bit more um, I wonder if there'll be any dropship or um, or Farmers DC players nominated for the uh, best player in the Trelawney League this season Rapper.
0: yeah got
1: a, got a great chance I would have thought they something. well crikey it, you to... know if you score 40 yeah. odd goals a season you deserve to get a nomination yeah. don't you
0: yeah, yeah, I'd say so, Diggs, so I wouldn't argue with that, mate. I'm all for a striker scoring 40 goals, Diggs, definitely. And definitely. I suppose,
1: what is it, the the dropship keeper, he's only let in about seven league goals this season, and not he? So, is that, yeah. yeah, Matt Quick, is it? So, totally. so got to be yeah. worth the nomination as well, so... Uh, so get those nominations in in the next couple of days because you're running out of time. In the meantime, Rappo, um, where where are you watching this? Well, what games are you watching in the next few yeah, days?
0: It's, yeah, I was just going to say, mate, it, um, could I just give a little shout-out, mate, to our, <laughs> to our old friend, Dixon, one of Cornwall's finest ever, an FA Vaz winner, mate, uh, to boot. Uh, to, uh, you know, won the FA Vaz with his, with his hometown team. Ian Gosling, Diggs, Gozzy. Because um, on, on Sunday, Diggs, I mean, I know we got the junior cut, we've got the Evely Cup, mate, but uh, at St. Day Diggs, there's a few finals going on for the, um, the Curnow Youth League, Diggs. Well, I he's, think they got a few finals.
1: He's too old to yeah. play,
0: isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a manager now, Diggs, Gozzy. He's, he's a, a manager. manager. Yeah, and a good one. a good yeah. Well, I he mean, did a stint, stint got- at
1: Paramportho, didn't he, as manager?
0: That's right, I think he did, mate, actually, mate, I think that season that Gozzi did that, I think he
1: did it... Who's, he, who's it, Gossie and I think oh, he did it with someone else, didn't he? Yes, he, he did. Uh, Matt, no, Matt really? something, was it? No. Um, no. I can't remember. Yeah. They won
0: the league, I think. Apologies, they? I
1: don't said, to, uh, to, apologies to his partner, but oh, yes, there was... Uh, it was a joint management team, and uh, yeah, they won the league. Yeah,
0: I'm trying to think. you... Oh, what, Mickey Lane, was it, mate? That's it, what, Mickey, that's it. it,
1: yeah, that's it. Yeah,
0: Mickey, Mickey, Go- yeah, it's just, just come to me that. I couldn't remember for a minute who he did it with, but yeah, Mickey and Gozzy. I mean, they, they did win the league, didn't they? I think yeah. so. Gozzi, obviously, well, he knows what he's talking about, mate. Danny, you know, great, great player, mate. I mean, owe Gozzi, quite a bit of personal thanks, mate, for setting up about 30 sitters for me, mate, <laughs> in, in a form of dirt, but with his, uh, one of the best crossers of a ball, mate, in, Ever, I should think, digs in Cornish football, but but yeah, Gossie, mate. It's Gunavern under 16s, digs. They they've won the Curno Premiership League, and and there they're going up, they're champions of that, mate. And there they've got a chance of a double on Sunday, mate. Uh, he reckons they're underdogs, mate, against Halston under 16, mate. So, hmm.
2: um,
0: if anyone's around, mate, at some day, that one's a 12 30 kickoff digs, right. so. I'm sort of thinking mate I might be able to get the first half of that one in Diggs before the Junior Cup final maybe (laughs) maybe yeah but uh, yeah it'd be good to see me old mate Gauzy although he'll be a bit busy on the day mate I don't want to you know, he's going to be a bit busy, and he's sort of managing his uh, team there. So, But well done, the Ngozi, mate. And um, can I just mention as well, Diggs, Um, probably, well, we're on, you asked me where I'm going weekend, Deeks. It's just, uh, we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, mate, is that uh, we've got that, chari- that charity game, mate, the uh, MND charity game at Hale, Diggs.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, You know, for Dino, mate, you know, Dean Mooney, mate, great friend of, well, you know, great, great player and, and friend of a load of us, mate. I mean, Dino's, you know, been living with MND, mate, for a little while now, mate. And um, Graham Stir, mate, and Alan Palmer, mate. The lads have done a brilliant job in, in sort of arranging this day. For I mean, we've we've set up a, like a WhatsApp group. Dixon has been really busy, mate. Um, the two teams managed by a couple of old Cornish legends, mate. Alan Spencer-Smith and Perry Bullock. Um, they'll be facing off against each other, mate, with their their two squads of eighteen old players, mate, old cronies, <laughs> um, but some great old names, right, in in sort of West Cornwall, you know, sort of football from over the years, mate. And uh, yeah, that's all for like the the MND charity digs. and that's been played at the the beautiful Travasset Port digs at three pm on Saturday digs. That one for anyone that can get along, mate. It'd be great to see as many people as possible, mate, um, for that, for uh, for Dino, mate, just hope Dino has a great day and, you know, well done to Graham and Adam for all they've done, mate, in arranging it, mate. They've done a fantastic job. And, you know, the the, sort of preview of the programs and all these, you know, programs and kits and, and things, mate, you know, they've done a great day. So, sorry, Diggs, were you going to say something on, 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 I'm
1: on a bit. I? No, no, I, I was just uh, listening to what you were saying, but um, there's, well, it, there's a lot of uh, sort of charity events coming up um, over the next few weeks, isn't there? So, uh, you know, well done yeah. on all these people that are, are arrange it. It's not easy, is it, for any of, these, uh, any of these things to get off, you know, off the ground. So we wish everyone the best of luck in the in what they're doing and uh, we hope they raise lots of money and whatever it is that, you know, they, they hope to get out of them. Uh, um, there's another one, isn't there, coming up, the Cornwall Air Ambulance charity football match. Um, yeah, yeah
2: which, uh, Rob Hoskin it, is
1: yeah. involved in. That's, uh, I know it's a few weeks' time yet, 20th of May, but um, that's another one that's being staged at, um, well, down there at Port Leaven. So, uh, So, uh, you know, that's wanted to come as well. So, but you know, good work by all these people that are doing you know loads of stuff to to help other people. So uh, that's what it is. We're all one big family, aren't we?
0: Yeah, exactly, Dix. Uh, there's uh, no better family than the Cornish football family, Dix. Is there? Yeah, definitely, mate. That's right, definitely, mate. Yeah. Were you off, Dix, this weekend? <laughs> I, I got a busy weekend, Dix. I got bloody, I got me. I got me wedding anniversary, Dix, tonight today. Oh. Yeah. And then I I've got to go and do a night shift, mate, and then we've got a spa day, mate, at Boringdon Dicks. uh she's booked, mate. Oh, right. I've got to finish my night shift, mate. Yeah. Come home and go to a spa day at Boringdon, mate, at Plymouth. So and, uh, and,
1: uh, you'll and fall I'll asleep during that meal. then.
0: Oh well, Deeks, well, don't mate. Yeah, definitely, mate. I have got a bit of a massage as well, mate. So I hope I don't embarrass myself snoring on that <laughs> one, Deeks, and dribbling through the hole, oh, no. <laughs> through the hole in the bed oh, <laughs> on, on some poor person, some poor person's feet, Deeks. I'll be better. Uh, I'll be it, Yeah. But uh, yeah, and a nice meal, mate, and then uh, shoot, but shoot back for Dino's game at ao on Saturday afternoon, Deeks. So, oh, so yeah, got
1: a busy, seat, busy. Deke. Busy few days for you, isn't it? So uh,
0: yeah, it is, sticks And yeah, hopefully with all them games on Sunday, I might catch you. Hopefully, mate, one or one or two of the games, sticks on Sunday, mate. Hopefully, yeah, um, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. What about yourself, Diggs, Were you, are you off anywhere on the on Saturday, mate? Well, I,
1: I was going to take it easy. Actually, I was going to go to Falmouth's last home game of the season, but having realised oh, yeah. there is so many uh, decent games around. um, I'm gonna. I think I might pop out to praise that praise against the just
0: match. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd like, yeah, I'd like to see that actually, Dicks. But obviously, you can't you be know, two, two places day. at once. No, no, right. no, You can't make. No, I won't miss Dino's day, mate. Bless him. But um. But yeah, yeah, I think that'll be a cracking sort of afternoons football. That will dig with everything at stake, isn't it, mate? You know, like the winner takes all. Doesn't it? Mate? Winner <laughs> yeah, takes all. <laughs> that's
1: right. So, yeah. so that yeah. that's my Enjoy Saturday that. game, and then um, then Sunday, yeah. obviously, you got two finals: uh, junior cup final and the Evening Cup final. Um, so, yeah. got to squeeze both of those in somehow. So uh, that's it. Yeah. So busy time. Yeah. Busy time.
0: Yeah, bit of a a ground-up in weekend picks,
1: isn't it? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, so busy that I must get on and uh, I'm going to say thanks to everyone that's uh, been on the podcast this week. Uh, Good luck to everyone in big games coming up and, uh, well, it's great to be involved in trying to spread the word. Thanks very much and enjoy your football.
0: Yeah, have a great weekend, everyone, wherever you're going and, uh, yeah enjoy that big game at praise enjoy that big, big, big game mate thanks for listening
1: we hope you enjoyed the show
2: your Cornish Soccer Podcast Locker.